Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming to the Quick Resume podcast. There's been a Halo event. Halo continues to dominate the charts. The Xbox Series S is coming out on top for Black Friday. There's all of this and more to speak about today. Okay, thanks for coming, everyone. If you haven't been here before, my name's Deck. That handsome guy over there is Tim. Um, we form the QRP together and we've been around episode 33 now it's it's ticking along it's ticking along um soon we're going to be at the one year anniversary mm. and that's going to be weird because we were literally we, we literally were like should we do a podcast and then we did it the next weekend and now we've done 33 episodes 33 weeks of it so committed yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of it's kind of flown by yeah exactly well i think I don't know. You you say committed, but I think the best I think the best way to do. It, I mean, you do most of the work. I know that in terms of like preparing the notes and everything. But I think as long as you just kind of keep it chill, kind of keep it fun, it doesn't really feel like much of a an extra thing to do, like a, an extra fucking job or something. Because we kind of just did it because we wanted to just talk yeah. about games, right? <laughs> um, you know, my. You know, aside from the mindless nonsense we talk to each other like online when we play games, we wanted to talk a little bit more in depth and stuff. But I was going to say, I mean, I like, yeah. I just like having an excuse to talk to you about games. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's 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 good fun, man. It's definitely opened my eyes up to a lot of the uh, the the background, more in depth stuff as well, because that's quite surface level with a lot of yeah, the games yeah. And there's and there's been so, so much to talk about, you know, with Xbox. So it's just been. Um, it's going to continue to be that way, apparently, because you'd, you'd think there's no way. I mean, obviously, other podcasts do it, but you would, you would think, looking from the outside in, there's no way you can do a weekly show talking about just Xbox stuff. There well, we are. <laughs> no, well, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to if we were talking about new Amiibo launched. Yeah, what next to um, Labo? Like the fact, like the origami Labo, Labo, oh, the <laughs> yeah. fucking cardboard shit. I don't even know, dude. Labo is fucking yeah, deado. I guess so. It really is. Nintendo deado. Well, mm. wow. Um, okay, so how how are we this week? How are we doing, Timbo? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, oh, I'm great, actually. I'm not going to lie. I've just <laughs> been fucking blitzing great. Halo. Like, absolute crazy. Tell you what, it's been a long time since I've had a game that I just... It's like 5.01 and I slam <laughs> my work laptop shut and I <laughs> and I play. I just go on to Halo, like religiously. Yeah. Um, it's It's been a long time since I felt that way about a game. And even we even meet on at lunchtime. <laughs> Working from home. I mean, when the uh, fuck have we ever, have I, we ever done that in video game history? I, I, don't don't think I, I remember when I was younger, I remember <laughs> to like cycling home between classes when we were in like college. Um, uh, like to pick up my copy of, of Black Ops 2 mm. that got delivered. 
and I wanted to check he got there, and I like snuck a game of multiplayer oh, before yeah. I had to go back or whatever. But that's like the closest thing. But yeah, like the fact because we're working from home and it's like you know twelve thirty, you're like you're on for lunch. Yeah, <laughs> pops up with your game. Yeah, attack. just munching yeah. at the mic, just to squeeze in some games here or there. Yeah, man, but... it's um, it's pretty addictive. <laughs> And all the best it ways. is, yeah, and it's uh, and I mean, I think it just goes to show just how much you can just praise the core gameplay of it as well because how how addictive it is, and everyone is absolutely flaming the progression and customization and stuff like that, but we still find ourselves playing it just yeah. non stop. And you know, like, my reward, like, 90% of the time is just 50 match <laughs> XP, right, yeah. towards about pass. But I still play for like fucking five, six hours yeah, a day yeah, after yeah. work or something. Something stupid. Um, you know, and I think that just goes to show you just how good Without the game doubt. is. Really. Yeah. And I like, you know, there's it's nice because you get like, I think it's, you know, I mean, people are going to, I mean, we'll talk about this more, but you know, people, people are going up and down on, on like the amount in the game as of right now in terms of contents, modes, and you know, I think we, we use the word serviceable to describe it last week. Again, we'll speak about it a bit more, but um, yeah. nonetheless, what makes there's so much variety here, I think, is that, that you've kind of got that 4v4 like, um, quick play, and then you've got BTB. Because, you know, like when we hop on for lunch or whatever, we play some Fiesta or uh, quick play together arena yeah and then in the evenings when everyone's on there's like eight of us in a party playing btb and it's just mental like i can't there's nothing like it it's just it's, i know it sounds really weird because like that is not a novel concept but like i just can't and i know there have been games i guess where you could have bigger parties like you know cod or battlefield but but i th- i think at that point it just becomes too chaotic i mean that even that even uh was brought up like yesterday or the day before one of our mates was just like it's weird that Halo is doing big scale warfare better than yeah. Battlefield, right? Um, and I think it's because Battlefield is just, it's 128. It's just fucking chaos. I mean, I know I played Battlefield 2042 for like a, a few hours because I had a little trial and it was just, it was just chaos. Like, sure, it's, it's quite fun and there's some good moments in there and, and stuff like that, but it's just, majority of the time, it's just, there's just too much going on. You just can't possibly predict. You know, like you, you hop on a building to have a look around, and if you're not being shot by like a helicopter or a fucking jet engine, you've got like ten snipers yeah. looking at you because there's just that many players yeah. on the other team, and you have just such little um, swing on the so out- yeah, out- outcome of the game as well, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of with, with Halo, I think it's a perfect balance where you know, like even if you go in and queue as a four or a five or something like that. Like you still can make a big impact yeah. on that game. Like you get a double or a triple kill and grab the OBJ. Yeah. It, you know, it's still big scale warfare, but that matters um, still. And you know, that's going to probably be a point for your yeah. team or something like that. Um, yeah, I I kind of yeah. completely agree. And I think, I mean, if you were to say what your favorite sort of playlist is, what would you say? What, what, what are you feeling at the moment? Are you more of a quick play guy? Do you like your BTB? Yeah, I don't know. I think if if you'd asked me this like just before launch or at launch, I'd have probably said um, quick play. But I think I think it's gotten, and I wouldn't have expected to. But I've been having more fun the more people we've been with. Like even like because we have we've been playing with like friends of friends, people that we don't usually speak to. But it's just like Halo's brought us all together, you know. And it's just 
It's just a yeah, because it's like controlled yeah. chaos, and like you don't need you know. Like obviously, Battlefield does these things differently in terms of you know Battlefield moments and like big scripted things that happen. But Halo is like it's very freeform. Like crazy shit happens. Yeah, okay, it's not a massive tornado swirling through the map, but it's like you getting a quad with a single barrel, or like you know two of us driving around in a mongoose and nicking the flag. Or, you know, just shit like that. Like, grapple jacking onto a banshee and everybody seeing it. Me getting, like, airlifted across the map on a wasp to the other wasp so that we have both of them. Like, like this shit is it's just mental, you know. And it's... Um, so, like, I've really... I have really enjoyed that um, recently. But, I, you know, I think... I, I, you know, I enjoy them both without a doubt. I want to play a bit more um, ranked again, to be honest. Because, um, mm. you know, I was thinking about this. Because not, not many games launch with, with ranked now. That's not, like, common. So it's quite nice that they have it in at launch. And obviously, we did our 10 qualifiers and got a pretty decent ranked um, ranker. I want to give it a go yeah. again. But, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say at the moment would be TV, to be honest, which is uh, not what I was expecting. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd actually agree with you. I'd actually say even when we're not queuing, it's like an eight. Like, we were just hopping in. It's like a four or a five last night. And I was still enjoying that more than, than quick play, I think. So good. Um, arena. Um, yeah, it was just it was just good fun, you know. Um, and yeah, nice little shout out for my little uh, overkill with a... I put it on Twitter, mate. It's already there. Uh, Don't worry about night. it. <laughs> Yeah. What? Yeah. If, it if, is. Yeah. If anybody's following you... us on Twitter or is interested, you go. You can go and have a look. Um, there's a clip of this guy right here getting a four piece with a single fucking barrel. It's nuts. It's a nuts clip. Sorry, fusion core. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mate, I'm I'm a I'm a fusion core main. Like, I actually challenge anyone. I I think I might have the most con medals in Halo Infinite. I think you might have a lot. I think like genuinely. <laughs> I, 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 I think you're I up there. So I think many. the competition is stiff for sure. And I said, you know, I've been seeing a couple of videos, actually, I just one of someone like, like getting a cross map uh, fusion call kill, and it's like, this is like a new, ushering a new era of like cross map throwing knives, you know? <laughs> like cross map throwing knives and toss them. Yeah, 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 tomahawks. Yeah. Um, they're great, man. Yeah. I love it. They're the absolute best. They're so good. Um, but yeah, yeah, just kind of crazy, wacky moments happen like that all the time. Um, and yeah, I've kind of just been playing. Crazy amounts of Halo, as per usual. And you know what's really weird? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two guesses of what I hopped on and played Hunt showdown. with with one. <laughs> Fuck you little you stalking me on the app. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. fair. I was confused. So, no so I wanted to see if um yeah. if you're all on or, or not, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we played some Hunt Showdown, man. And it was fucking it was great. Like we've me me and our me and our friend, I won't name drop him, but um, we played for like three hours. Good game, man. Like I, I do, I do really enjoy that game. Yeah, I kind of just fancy the change of pace. I was just playing yeah. Halo for so Happens long, again. and it was just like, yeah, and it was just such a crispy, it's such a crispy, fairly fast-paced shooter, especially if you're playing arena and stuff like that. I was like, I kind of just want something slow, something that has PVE in it as well. Um, and I had a great time, man. It's, it's, it's it is really atmospheric. Um, we we won a few games. Um, we lost. Yeah, it is really really at, um, atmospheric. Yeah, and um, and yeah, we fought one of the new bosses. That, that lady that's covered in like junk and junk stuff lady. like that. She's called like the scavenger <laughs> cool. or something. Still hasn't got yeah, next shit up there, has it? Um, I don't think yeah, so. Don't no, 
Um, it didn't feel it didn't feel I, sixty. Yeah, I, I do check in on the subreddit um, every now and then to see if it has, and I'm, I haven't seen anything last time I checked, which was probably like last month. Um, because yeah, it's it's a it's like the only thing holding the game back. I think from like being a game I played more, but like fuck me, did they miss the mark? Because now that Halo's out, it's going to be hard. Yeah, I mean, I still yeah. think it has a place. Like, I'm kind of up for for hopping on it again. Today, I more mean like player um, counts though, with, with, you know, with our friend. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, um, it, it was just a really yeah. nice change of pace. It was just, it was just something sense. really different. Um, and then obviously I hopped, I hopped back on Halo later and blitzed it. Um, for anyone's interested, I, uh, I had a twenty-two <laughs> game and then I had an eighteen and zero game. So those screenshots might make it onto <laughs> Twitter. I'm not really too sure flex. yet. They you might log be. on and you share them on Twitter because I. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I have access to our Twitter as well, so those yeah. might get leaked. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be like, "Damn, our account oh, got no. hacked again, and these images yeah. got leaked." <laughs> yeah. Feeling OP might delete later. <sighs> which brings me on to the thing that I I think okay. Halo should do, which is which is something okay. Apex does, and I think it'd be really cool. Is I, I don't know if they could get it on your little banner, you know, where you make your emblem and you make your banner. Or if they just you just like click on someone's name, it comes up with their Spartan and their service record. But I think it'd be really cool if you could just pin like three medals to like your service record, and then obviously it stat tracks how many times you've had that medal. So like I could I could ping I could like pin double kills to my service record. I could pin overkills. And anyone who like clicks or looks at my banner or anything, it's got a little overkill emblem, and it has like times 50 you know and anyone looking at my service record on my banner can be like wow that dude's got 50 over i like that's it. pretty cool you know it just kind of tra- it kind of just like tracks your your, your medals and stuff because i got a perfectionist medal yesterday and that's one of the hard that's one of the hard you want to flex god damn it <laughs> and i want to flex that shit like no one knows i have that and i know that halo tracks how many times you've you know, I know that eventually um, it will be baked into the game and on like, the stat trackers online. I can see that I've had 230 double kills, right? So, like, why can't I just, like, pin that and, like, flex that on, like, my service record or something like that? I think that'd be a really cool addition. And that's something Halo, um, Apex does as well. You get, like, really rare medals. Like, you've got 20 kills in a game and you can put that, like, for everyone to see, like, flex it sort of thing. I think that'd be yeah, no, I like, quite cool. I like the idea. No, so, I, I get where you're coming from there. And, you know, I think, like, clearly, like you said, clearly the stats are being tracked. Um, it's just they haven't baked into the game yet. So, you know, I reckon, you know, a full stat tracker is is will come. Um, and then, but, uh, yeah, like you said, going yeah. a step beyond that and being able to show that off would be, like, having a showcase kind of thing, like, when you click on your Spartan, yeah. Um, yeah, and not not just having it built like layer like under so many layers, like someone has to like click on a spot and then go somewhere else and somewhere else yeah. and into medals, and then they and then they can be like, oh wow, you have you have got a perfectionist, you know, but like I can just straight up just like flex it like right like on on my yeah. banner sort sort of thing. I think that'd be um, yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Plus, I could show off that I've got like five hundred medals. Well, yeah. So yeah. But it's, it's just like when you know when you click on um, a Spartan, it shows you like their rank. Like it would be nice to just have it below that, like a strip yeah. of showcase medals. Yeah, 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 something um, like that. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I think it, it would be nice because I do. Um, it's it's kind of weird, isn't it? Medals, medals. Like that's what, what the fuck. Like no other get. Like what? Yeah. Why? Why? And they feel good. They always feel good. I love because you know how they like redesign them. I mean, I didn't. 
So like the things they did from the flighting is they they didn't redesign them, but they gave them like a bit more of a, te- of a like metallic look, and they made them a bit bigger because in the flighting they were fucking minuscule. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so now now small. they're like a good size. Yeah. Um, but God, it it does feel good, and like I like the color palette they've chosen for them as well. Like I like how it, like it goes like red when you get that OV, and then it starts to get yellow afterwards. And even with like the kill streak ones that you talking yeah. about, perfection uh, running right, you know whatever. It does feel good. It does oh, feel they look good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I- there's there's something about like when I got like the um the uh running riot I can't remember fifteen, 15 yeah, running riot you got spree frenzy running riot I don't know what's after that rampage yeah. but like there's just something so cool yeah yeah it's, it's rampage yeah yeah because um it's just something so cool about yeah I hit fifteen and I got that really cool looking uh, like purple medal and fuck? I was just like yeah. dude I'm fucking like I'm yeah. on something right now. And then, and then you know, when you, you you hit the next level, when I got rampage, and it's just seeing that medal, it's just like it's that that in itself was just like yeah, it was worth it. Just just, just to like see that, and you know, there's a lot, and like you said, there's a lot of they've redesigned these medals. They've you know they've put some time into there. They look really great. Why not let let people pin them to their service record? You know, it show it shows off the artwork of these medals you've made and stuff like that yeah. as well. Um, I don't know. I, I just think it'd be a really cool little fun addition, and just that extra bit of customization for your for your yeah. for your record, right? Um, so it feels more like you're building a, a career, you know, like a portfolio. Sure. And I, I guess I guess that, like the upside um, to it, well, you know, in terms of what they've done that's in the game at the moment, is that that end of match report is usually quite nice. You know, it's just like that quite clean screen. It has your, your main stats, you know, depending on the game mode. And then it has like all the medals that you've got. And then your Spartans, you know, that, that, that carnage report is definitely designed for like a screenshot. You know what I mean? Like that's like, like what you yeah. sent to me. Um, yeah. So I guess that's the upside, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah. It, it breaks down. It breaks down everything, doesn't it? Yeah. It has your kills, it has your accuracy, it has your assist, deaths, all your, all your medals lined up perfectly. Your Spartan there with yeah. sort of pose. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's just made for screenshots and to show off. And uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, when I was just hitting all those medals last night, I was like, but yeah, it should be really cool if I could, if people could see yeah. that I have these. And, and uh, it's a nice little flex. Um, I think I think a lot of gamers would appreciate that, especially like competitive gamers, because people strive to to, to get these medals um, and stuff Definitely. like that. You know? Yeah, no, one hundred percent agree. Um, I, I think I think it's a really nice idea actually, um, and I think that is kind of the benefit, I suppose, of <laughs> which a lot of people would probably get angry at me saying, but this is probably one of the benefits of that that sort of you know that free to play ten year model kind of thing is that this stuff will undoubtedly be integrated at some point, especially if the community is asking for it. Um, three three four three have a pretty good track mm-hmm. record of of doing that, you know, especially with MCC and what we've seen so far with Infinite. Um, but yeah, holy shit, we're still going, we're still going. So I mean, I think what we'll do is because we've got we we don't have that much on the agenda today. Um, you know, other than sort of free flowing about about Halo, which we could probably do for hours and hours, so we will try not to bore you to death with it. Uh, but nonetheless, there'll be timestamps if you want to skip Halo. Yeah. You, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, but while we're kind of on the kind of the, the free flow conversation, I wanted to ask how you're now feeling. Arguably, we're out of the honeymoon phase. Arguably. You know, it's been mm-hmm. two weeks now or something, sure. hasn't it? It's been like two weeks since launch. We've had our first event, and I want us to talk about the event separately, so not quite thinking about that just yet. But ha- so how are you feeling now that we're kind of out of the out of the honeymoon phase, do you think? Have you sobered up a bit, or are you still kind of... In love with it. 
Oh, I mean, it's 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 pretty obvious. We're we're both. I mean, I don't want to speak for you as well, but we're both pretty still in love with it. it. Um, in terms of a core gameplay um, perspective, <laughs> yeah, me too. So tired putting on the bloodshot eyes. <laughs> hey, Halo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, so I was just thinking about that fucking motivational when we were playing BTB and we just played the same map and the same mode and I was like, oh literally, like we had like to fifteen seconds of silence and like the last bit of energy that I could push <laughs> out with my voice was, "Come on, boys, do it, do it through your bloodshot eyes," and then it just went back to silence. Yeah. He, oh mate, that cracked me up. <laughs> Because we were tr- so hard. It's like yeah. one in the morning. Yeah, we've been grinding. We're trying to get this because one of our mates had a challenge to um, get like a total control win, and we just kept getting everything yeah. but total control just all the time. And um, and yeah, we again we queued like the same map that we had like four times in a row, and it was like Slayer, and we were like halfway through the game, like <laughs> twelve o'clock, one in the morning. <laughs> no one has spoke for minutes. Yeah, and then Dex just like. <laughs> keep, keep going, guys. Keep keep playing through those bloodshot eyes. We can do it. And it just fucking cracked me up. This is exactly how I, I hadn't blinked in like twenty minutes. It felt like. Oh god, it's so funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's fucking. I know, sorry, it was derailed great. you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was funny. It was worth it. Um, I can't even say you're still having a good. I was, I was asking it now, you know, the honeymoon phase, like being outside of that with Halo, and if you still, if you still feel like, if you're still oh, in love yeah. with it, like as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, I am still in love with it. It's it's fucking fantastic. Um, you know, I still have my my issues and concerns with the game. It's not perfect. Um, I do think radar is a little bit annoying. I'm getting used to it, and I'm just adapting as a player. So I'm getting less annoyed by it as the time goes on. And I think, I think a lot of people just need to have that mindset to it as well. Um, just stop like bitching about it. I mean, right? If if, if a game's like reduce your radar, just kind of get used to it and adapt the way you play. Like, um, don't scope in as much, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, keep moving. You know, the more you move, the less. Yeah, and and just like the more you move and the more you rotate, the less likely you are someone's just going to run around yeah. behind you. I'm Joe. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that, that was that, that was something I wanted to speak about because where does the buck end? Because this isn't like just obviously one of our friends is very much two, actually two of both of our friends are very much like this, and we we we've like shared our like our feelings on the radar. You know, maybe being a bit too small, and we we know a big radar is coming for BTB and. We are, but we are adapting. So I'm still in flux when I like to see a bit bigger, maybe. But again, it's sort of like giving that space to breathe and get used to it. Like I'm not in a rush to see a change, but I would like to see them watch watch this space kind of thing. But my question sort of is, you know, where does the buck end in terms of a radar expansion? Because like, you, because you don't, we know you don't move that much faster in Halo. Like you can sprint, like, but it makes you like 9% quicker. It's like nothing, you know, so... Are we, are we really saying that that 9% increase is the reason the radar, or is it just, is it just because people are walking up to you too fast? Like what? I don't, and so like, if we're going to say, okay, slap on an extra five meters, now what? People are still going to grapple shot. Cause you know, all those times where you've like grapple shot and whipped behind someone and just smacked someone twice or got a back smack. It's like, they were never going to catch you on yeah. the radar. That's still going to happen. Even if you make the radar big, you're just not going to yeah. catch people. Also, people are still mm-hmm. using, whether it's, you know, active camos or crouching, like that shit still happens. And I do, you know, I just, these things are always going to feel I think like, that... like it's the radar's fault, but it isn't. Does that make sense? Like, you know, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, these things wouldn't be equipment, and they wouldn't be powerful items if they didn't cheat the radar a little bit, right? How shit! Like a grapple would be absolute garbage if someone could just see you a flying red dot coming from fucking miles away. It's just like it would make the equipment useless. It would make it, you know, all you're doing is just putting yourself out in the open to just get beamed. You know, the whole point is you're fast enough to get to someone without yeah, them knowing. So you know it, it's 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 very tough because there's so much that goes into the sandbox that revolves around the radar and how it plays, and I think if you increase it and make it 25 meters again, uh, and people are just radar watching, I think that's just the, the amount of crouch walking and people playing passively and different. That's going to just skyrocket because because the the game has become like a radar watching. So you're going to see so much more crouching and so much more. You know, annoying types of plays, which you you shout at people for doing. You're like, why are you crouching in a fucking corner? You know, like that's going to happen more if if the radar is bigger. So, like, I don't know. Like, the way it is right now, people are running around quicker. There's a lot more rotations. It's, it's a bit more fast paced because the radar is how it is. Um, and I don't have so much of an issue with it. There, there are some moments um, where it is. I do have to just be like, that man was not on my radar. Like, he was absolutely not there. Um, I was just chilling. Like, I wasn't doing anything. I was even, like, half watching my radar and nothing. Um, especially when it's, like, stuff like Energy Sword and Grav Hammer, because by the time they're actually on your radar, you're already in their kill zone anyway. So it's just like, how was I supposed to even counter that? How was I supposed to do anything about that? But then... You could also argue they're power weapons, right? So um, it's tough. And I would like it increase, but I don't want it increase to the point it's 25 meters again because I played a lot of Halo 3 and I know that it was... I was just had my eyes glued to that radar so much. And I, I don't want to do that. I, I, I want to look at, at what's in front of me a little bit more as well. I don't want there to... I don't want to just stare at my radar until I see a red dot and then... Yeah. Sweep into action, you know, all the time. I want to, I want to be surprised sometimes. I want to make plays sometimes and predict things rather than just have the radar just basically hold my hand and show me where everyone is. Yeah, all the time. Like, I mean, uh, I'm thinking about, so, I'm thinking about it now. Like you can yeah. imagine, because I think pretty sure this was the case in like in like Halo Three where you would like walk into a doorway and a grenade would just like fly from nowhere and fall under your feet. Yeah. because they know you where you are like they already know you're yeah. there so it's like you know you just get nades flying at you and you you don't really i think it's part of the reason why we have less of a problem with grenades in this game like there are times where like you know there is nade spam whatever it's part of what hello is you know there is there is counterplay there i think sometimes the game tries to tempt you into crouching in a corner when actually the play is to run away and like you, you, you have to use movement tech to try and get out without being headshot things stuff like that whereas in i i would be worried that if the radar was increased more that those grenade problems would like you know skyrocket because you'd be naded but before you even knew where anyone was like if someone else was crouched and they knew where you were coming from 25 meters away a grenade would fall at your feet and then they'd peek and you'd be dead like you would it, it would really play to yeah exactly to get to a camping play style and i just felt like that's would be such a shame because halo it just it, it feels fun to move around in infinite it's one of the biggest credits i can give the game it just feels yeah. fun to move around while aiming and jumping you know this kind of um removed reliance on sprint has 
made that feel very smooth. You know, you can aim while you're jumping and, you know, the mantle and like crouch jumping and sliding and you know, all of that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's... um, It's all great. Um, and, like, it, it, game modes come into play as well. Like, it would be so annoying if the radar was was massive again and, like, you're just a team holding down, like, an oddball room and, and imagine being that team trying to attack and just like you said, just every, they, them just knowing where you're going to come from so yeah. far in advance. It would be so hard to penetrate that defence and it would just be frustrating. It would just be yeah. so frustrating. Um, you know, with the radar as it is, you, you can make some sneaky plays. You know, you, you could be quick enough to get behind them or to take a different route without flagging up on their radar quite as much and I, I, it's kind of I'm kind of okay with how it is right now and if you're going to increase it do it by like a, a few meters a couple meters maybe I don't I don't want it to go from 18 to 25 yeah. I think I think I think that's too much of an increase um you know put it to like 20 I, I think I, th- I think that's 20 I think that's what they're like going to 22 yeah and then yeah give like 20 two or something for um for for b2b and like 20 for arena like just increase it by a couple meters for arena or something um because arena is small there's less players so it's radar is a lot more of a big deal um i think whereas b2b i think even if it's like 30 meters it doesn't matter because you're just like okay great I see 10 red dots on my radar here. It, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get rolled, even if you know those guys are there and you turn the corner. Uh, it's just, it's it's, it's yeah. bigger scale. And but, there's, there's definitely some um, things that could be done to kind of assist yeah. with that, that. That isn't necessarily the radar. Like I think footstep audio could maybe do with a bit of a touch up. I know Halo isn't a footstep shooter and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but like you do hear footsteps. Like if you, but you know, I think some, there are some times where it isn't clear or maybe it's a bit too quiet. And I don't know if that's intentional, but Again, you know, with this really, I don't know, because you wouldn't want them to do that thing where they make it pinpoint accurate and then it's just, we've just come into the same problem where, you know, Kinos have their headsets up to like 150% and just nage you before you get in the door, you know, yeah. so then you come back to the same problem. So um, it's it's something that I'm sure the team, uh, the team is like having the conversation about, but I'm just, I'm just a bit tired of people using the radar as an excuse for every death when it's like, come on now come on now <laughs> like even if you don't have because like ranked doesn't have a radar so how the fuck are you playing then you know like you need to have some game sense you know of, of knowing where people are going to be coming from and yes i understand sometimes it's frustrating when people run up to double melee and you didn't have time to react it does suck um but yeah i feel like that happens in in every game though yeah. um and yeah, it's it's a bit annoying and there's been a few times i've done it but overall i'm not that upset with it um and I'd say, obviously, um, back to the main point of, of the discussion is that, yes, I'm still enjoying Halo Infinite like crazy. That is one of my, my gripes. A very minor one that could do with a small tweak and I'd be happy. And even if they left it, I'd be like, I could see why they left it. I'm just going to adapt as a player, right? I think that's the main point of the argument here is why cry out for something that you played then and you got used to fucking ages ago just just adapt just adapt to this game and the way it does it right i don't i don't understand why we can't do that what 
Like, why can't you play Halo unless you have a 25 meter <laughs> radar? What's wrong yeah. with you? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's a really shitty excuse. Um, and just, just fucking get good. I guess just is the main good. point of my argument. Just, just change the way you play a little bit. Don't sit in your scope so much. Um, and then obviously the other, the other main gripe I have is, is the, um, mm. the customization. Um, it's. You know, we've been through this. It's been said to death on Reddit. On, on everywhere. Uh, on, on Reddit. Yeah. I was about to say. On, yeah. <laughs> on Reddit. Right, right on Reddit. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been said to death. Everyone knows it's not fantastic. It's not bad either. When you, If you were to compare it, like you said, when you're like trying to calm <laughs> me down a little bit and speak rationally, if you compare it to other free-to-play models... It's really not that bad. It's it's basically the same thing. I don't know why people think just because it's Halo that they should be getting more and they should be doing it like better or everything should be fifty percent the cost of something like Apex. Like why? Yeah. Like why because it's Halo do you think it should it, be more it's like literally that? It it's weird. It's been, it's been put on like yeah, a pedestal. Yeah, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's that absolute thing of like, oh, well, because back, you know, back in noon day, we used to get all of it, you know, uh, a full game for six. And it's like, okay, well, the game also only got supported for like a year or two. And then like, it, you know, that would be mm. it, you know, and then they would have to make um, additional like revenue by making map packs which segregate segregate the player base which is like objectively worse i don't give a fuck what you say that's worse than people paying for cosmetic like spartans uh, that kills games like so like i don't and then not only that these teams work themselves to death so like i no, i'm not in fucking support of like because uh, it's so because like you Oh, I'm not even going to get further into it, but like, no, I don't support people fucking crunching and being in like, like suffering conditions in their workplace just so you can have like colors built into it. No, they need to make money. They have to do this and that. And if you've got a problem with like the industry standard, yeah. like we said, you know, this is really pretty much the same as other free to play um, models. If you've got a problem with that standard and that model, I think that's fine. To be honest, I still look back at Apex. I look at this and I think that's probably a bit expensive, isn't it? You know, like we said that from the outset. That's not. The, I'm not saying that that's not a problem. Those prices are too high. I'm just saying that this is an industry standard practice. And so, if you've got a problem with that, really, where you should be directing your frustrations is at capitalism. <laughs> so, so like you know, it's yeah. just it's so annoying because it's such a it's just frustrating to watch the team get so much abuse after having pulled off probably one of the biggest U-turns in like gaming sentiment I've ever seen. Like coming off May 2020, yeah, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. and you know the faith. I mean, I would say bad faith, maybe that three four three had. You know, it was, it was just very spotty because people came to love MCC and um, and Halo Five obviously was spotty yeah. as was four. So, but yeah, that's my frustration with well. it. It's like yeah, they get it gets directed at them, and like no, I don't like get like development conditions back then was so much worse you even speak to like joseph staten had an interview on ign earlier this week and he spoke about the condition you know and he said like yeah you know it was tough we were like working like 78 hour weeks and it's like what the fuck is wrong why would somebody want this just so they can have colors like i get i get it's not like you know it's not a one-to-one thing but you know i'm just you know i'm just yeah. trying to make the point that these things were made possible by crime i guess hmm yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I don't have an issue with it per se. 
my 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 main gripe is the is the cause. I'm not a huge fan of the cause, which is just a system that they've yeah. obviously tried out. And it's a system that's obviously going to stay because they built these skeletons of these Spartans to hold different armor, so it would look weird and like clip and do all this sort of stuff. So I don't think it's going anywhere. Not my favorite thing, but it's not the end of the world either. But like, I I think they they could improve on the cause if they just made a lot of stuff more universal. I think there are a lot of things that they can make universal. Visor colors. Make that universal. There's no reason that a visor color being red on the Mark Five and I can't have it on the Mark Seven. Like, that's just stupid. Like it's it's a color. You're literally changing the tint on a visor. You can make that universal. Helmets, shoulder pads, sure. You know if if it would look weird and you built these different size and shape skeletons of of, of the suits and stuff like that, and it just won't work the way you developed it. Fine, but there's there's some stuff you can make universal. I also think camos, right? I I don't see why I should that that new camo for the week, right? The willow tea that you get for completing your weekly challenge this week. Why can't I have that on both my armor cores? Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a color. It should just be universal, right? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I I, I think just changing those sort of things would be way better. Um, and and would go a long way for me at least. Um. And um, and yeah, I I don't have an issue per se with the costings or what's in the store. I would like for there to be more stuff in the store. Like whenever I go to the store, I'm quite underwhelmed. I go there and I'm like, okay, that samurai set that came out with the Sean event, Mage. It's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> Sean Mage. We've made a big deal about Sean. I really Mage. want to get it. Um, it's it's kind of cool, great. But then everything else in the store, it's like. It's like a red. It's like a red camo that just looks like the same as the red I already have. That was standard issue, and it's like, c- can that not be cooler? Like, could could you not like put a cooler shader in, or like put three shaders in a week, so I could be like, oh wow, I could. I just I go in there and I'm like, all right, well this week there's one Hello, brown man. shader. Those blue vehicles and... look fucking sick. <sighs> yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of cool. I guess. And the chibi. Um, Grunt? A cheapy arbiter? Nah. I know, I get what you're saying. There's some stuff in there which is very much like... um, Like, I know you've got a default blue for that core, but you can buy a default blue for your other core because you don't have default access to one. And it's like... Yeah. And it's like... And it's also like six, seven quid as well for just like a blue. But if it was like a cooler blue... With like some yellow thrown in there or something, I'd be like, okay, well that justifies six pound. But I'm just like, it's just it's it's just the same standard blue core. Like I don't see anything here. It's not mm. exciting at all. Um, I, I think that's the best way to describe it. Is a lot a lot of it isn't that exciting. Um, and 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 the more I look into it as well, I actually went through like all of the customization options, like camos and helmets and pads and all that kind of stuff. And some of them I clicked on. And there wasn't even an option to go to store and buy them, or there wasn't even like a battle pass level you unlock them. It's just coming. <laughs> it, it just means it'll be on the store rotation. And I was like, I guarantee. Okay, something like that. But like, I was just like, what are these doing here? Like, I only have like ten shaders to choose from. The three of them just say coming <laughs> soon. Like, so what does that vague. even mean? Like, it's snowing. Yeah, I, I don't sorry, know. So sorry, it just don't snow. Oh, is it? Oh, nice. <laughs> 
I've got sunshine where I am. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Basically, I just I just think it could it could use a little bit of love. I think it could use a bit of a shot of adrenaline into it for me. I I, I don't think it's there's there's that much to get excited for um, right now at least. Uh, and the way they've done the event, I guess we can we should talk about the event. I, I, I've been talking for a while. How do you feel um, about the event? Well, I mean, I, I will. Yeah, it. we will come through to that because I do, I, do, I just want to cap off sort of on a couple of things you were saying. Um, because I think I think it's a fair point. Because sure. I, I think, um, it, and I don't know, I don't know if it's like intentional that like they're holding back some of the cooler shit because they're aware that they don't want to undermine the battle pass by selling directly really cool shit. Because like if someone's looking through the battle pass, they're like, "Whoa, a level sixty! Look at this, that's actually pretty cool." And they kill it. Ooh. But then they sell a bundle, which is like a, a cool kill effect, like a wicked shader, you know, a cool armor set. People will just buy that and leave the battle pass, and that's obviously not what they want the player attention. So I'm thinking maybe. They're just collecting data in these first few weeks and months to sort of see how that's going to work and then go from there. Um, the other thing was like, you know, the whole, like you said, the whole shot of adrenaline thing. I guess, you know, obviously this is a subjective. I was this close to buying the Chibi pack and I was this this close to buying the the blue vehicles and I'm I'm still thinking about buying the Chomade shirt. So, so I guess whatever, it's a bit subjective because I'm thinking about the Samurai set. Obviously this event's about to go and um, that will mean no one will have until the event rolls around next time, no one's going to have stuff to put on the samurai set other than the default core that you get in the event, which is at level four or whatever it is. So I was just thinking, oh, I'll have like, you know, I'll be in like the minority that has like a cool skin and things for like the next month. And that, that kind of tickled my pickle a bit. Um, yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, I, I totally hear what you're saying. And and just to sort of cycle off, I think on, on some of your ideas there, because I was going to say, I actually haven't heard anyone describe it as well as I think you described it last week when we spoke about sort of this idea of like sort of building up a collection and because we sort of said that there's not a huge amount, there's a serviceable amount at the moment and that accentuates some of the problems with the progression system. Um, and you said it kind of feels like a sticker book, this kind of thing where it's like, it's empty. All you're seeing at the moment is a lot of blank spaces and a lot of potential. Um, and as you fill it up, you have so much to pick from and it will be really good. But as of right now, it kind of feels a bit empty. Um, so I think that was a really nice way to describe it, which obviously it comes back to accentuating the problems you were talking about. But also, yeah, the, the uni- this idea with like universal stuff, I think you've cracked the fucking case. Like I don't, that would be, I think, a good idea to have some, like even if it's, let's say in the next battle pass, 10 out of the, let's say 60 items, you know, what the rest is filler or whatever, are universal. I think it would go a long way to helping sort of make people feel more... Uh, like, like they have it just more, gives people yeah. more of a choice. They're not bottlenecked into picking the Mark V because there's more yeah. stuff on it. Like, yeah, you know, and the, and the whole cross core thing, you know, it remains to be seen. Like you said, because it's um, I think I think I said last week, like bots have been seen in the wild with cross core stuff, and I don't know if that's a bug. And some of the stuff does clip, so like I don't know, I don't know if it's something they're going to be able to sort of seriously consider unless they rework the whole thing. Um, I would just rather they mm. stuck with that. And put more time into putting yeah. a bit of effort into stuff which can be made universal here and there. Um, that, I think that's a great idea. Um, but yeah, so for the event, um, so for those not aware, 
we have um the first event for halo and it's a fracture event and what that means is that it's like a a non it's like a non-canon event um so it gives the team an excuse to like you know go very very creative or wacky with some of the designs there and it's it's a samurai event i think it's with your eye isn't it or your 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 eye your kai your kai your eye something like that something eastern um and the armor set looks pretty damn cool. It's uh, it's undermined a bit because there aren't that many coatings on it, but the actual set itself looks really, really nice. Um, but there has been a bit of controversy uh, before we sort of get into the meat of it um, around the advertised armor set versus what's actually in the past. So like the one with the cool one with mm. like the the wide like eyebrows and like it has like stag horns isn't actually in the event pass. It's in. Yeah. It's presumably going to turn up in the store when it returns, um, which is. I mean, I guess it's I guess it's more shady than like because it's like it is technically part of the event. Like, yeah, they didn't outright say this is this is in the this is in the uh, yeah. the, the track, you know. So I guess they didn't technically lie to us. It's yeah. just a bit. And I think like, again, this right? is the sort of thing is that I think people who are mostly outraged by this are people who are not used to like this free to play like. This happens in events. They come in events, they'll give you some free shit, and then they there's like an event store where you, you know, limited time stuff that you can buy um, if you want to. That's kind of how oh, yeah. it works. Yeah. Again, if you have... I mean, it happens all the time exactly. in, in, in Apex. Remember when they released like the Pathfinder event and they showed off that really cool skin and it was like, oh, we're going to get that in the event tracker. And it's like, no, you got the event tracker and that skin was a That's separate right, yeah. £15 purchase, right? But they advertised the shit out of it. You know, so it's just... It's very... We're used to it, I guess. That's why it wasn't exactly. so much it's, for Again, us. that's not us defending yeah. it. It's just us saying this is kind of industry standard stuff with free-to-play. It's not great. Like I said, if you if you really want to levi this um, towards someone, you know, do it towards shareholders. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so in terms yeah. of the event, so what we've got here then is... Um, what we've got, to summarise, is a week-long event where you get seven challenges that are just kind of bundled into your weekly challenges. I don't think it's additive. I think the ones you have, maybe it was additive. Yeah, I think it is. So you have more challenges like on top of your normal amount. I don't know how many yeah, you actually you have yeah. on a weekly basis. I feel like it's like between 10 and 15 maybe. So you have more challenges yeah. and they all give like decent XP. And along with it came the limited time mode, which is Fiesta, which a lot of people have got pissy about as well because they've said, why can't I just have Fiesta as a permanent mode? Anyway, we'll come around to that. Um, it stays for a week. Every time you complete one of these challenges, it gives you a level on the event. Those challenges also give you separate XP, which contribute to your battle pass. So overall, these events help speed up your battle pass because you have more challenges. And quite frankly, they're quite easy challenges. They were like... And do, do, do you... Th- do you think they just shoehorn that in? Like, <laughs> yeah. That XP thing? Because people are really... Sh- do you think that's something they did? I bet you it was. I bet you it was just going to be challenge. It's a level on the event, and then, and then they were oh, like, oh, "Everyone's <laughs> yeah. only level six. They were like, "Everyone's level six on the battle pass." They're like, "Let's just give them XP." I bet you that nah, was actually nah. shoot. I, I think it was. I think it's baked into because it was, it was like otherwise. I think it would have been part of a different like tab or whatever. The fact that it was in the challenges tab makes me think that that was kind of always going to be the case, but. Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, yes. Yeah, so, what is actually a bit stinky about this is that 
So these events, they when they spoke about the events, you know, they had this whole like no player left behind philosophy, you know, with the battle pass, you know, they don't expire, last a long time. Fantastic. Great. No problem. And the events, they said the events return um, so that you can afford to miss a few days or you can afford to miss a week, which is great because quite frankly, it always stresses me out when events came out <laughs> in Apex and I had to get in trouble with my family. <laughs> because uh, like I had to play to a certain level or whatever, or I missed it and I got a severe FOMO. Yeah. Um, so that's great. However, what they've done is they've kind of time-gated it a bit, so you're only limited to seven, as per the challenges, seven levels on the event pass, and there's 30 levels. So we maxed out in like the first day or two days or whatever, and so we're done now until the event rolls around next, which is in January, and it will return. They've confirmed it's going to return six times over the next... I don't know, I guess if it's two months, we could be talking over the next year. It just comes back every two months for, for mm-hmm. a week. Um, so that means you could, com- you know, if you were fully committed, er- er- if you could manage to do it every week, it would still take you four maths help. Yeah, no, just over four um, times. Well, if you could do seven, if you could do seven a piece and it's a 30 challenge, yeah, you could do it in... Well, it would technically be five, five returns, wouldn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to finish so you need, it. You, you, you could do it in four weeks and then like one or two challenges from another. So you could essentially, you could afford to miss like a week and a half of, of the six weeks yeah. in, which is, hmm. it's just quite cheeky because, I mean, it is better, but to a degree it's like, well, actually, now you have to have your attention sustained for a long period of time. Like, yeah, you can afford to, not, like rather than missing... Exactly one day of a week it's now you can miss one week of a six week period you know and it's like i think overall it is better it's nice that these things return i'm i'm okay with that um but i don't i'm not a huge fan of the fact that it's time gated so heavily i don't know why seven levels i like put it up to 10 like give me more challenges so that i can i can complete it in three weeks because you know it it... but then that itself goes with issues because if you do complete it in three weeks and this and this shit's returning for six weeks to compensate players that don't have as so much time as you or whatever, then if you complete it in three weeks and this event keeps returning, you're gonna be like, you know, after three weeks you're gonna just be like, right, I just I've got I, nothing, right? There's nothing happening. This this event they still give you XP. I've completed it. They still give you XP. Boring. And I don't know if it's going to be Fiesta so. every time. Like, I mean, as of right now, that seems to be the case, but we and we don't know that. And also the store is going to rotate. So like, if you're mm-hmm. really looking for something new, like there's going to be something different in the store. Like, oh, sweet. There's that one that was in the trailer. You can, you can drop a 10 or a five or whatever to get something nice. If you really want to, you know, I, I see what you're saying, but <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like only seven levels per event yeah. is a bit limiting. Um, yes. But you know, we'll see how it pans out. It, it just, not to mention it's just it's just really it's it's really slow like i don't know if that that event pass is interesting enough to consistently keep me hooked for six weeks you have to you have to make it very interesting the rewards in there if you want to keep the 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 retention and drip feed people so slowly um and i think it i think it can be a bit spicier you know there's there's some stuff in there but it's not, it it didn't blow my mind. And I'm like, man, I'm going to look forward to this returning for the next six weeks. Uh, No, six, not not six weeks. I mean, longer than that. It would just be six random weeks over the course of the entire season. It could could literally take the entire season before I fucking get that final samurai set. Uh, I mean, I think really it says that, I think time. it says the dates when um, you go on the event. Like, it, it wouldn't surprise if it's returning six times every two months. Six times two is twelve. It wouldn't surprise me if it's two months 
uh, two one week every two months for six for for a year. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, 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 again, maybe they could uh, maybe they could spice it up a little bit yeah. if they're planning on drip feeding people. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. There's some cool stuff in there. It's it, it, it's a lot to ask to 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 get me excited for mm-hmm. for that long a period. Um, I think that there has been some like criticism that. about which I don't know. I I, I, I mean I, I don't know, man. Like I, I know I I guess I am easy to please. I've said this before on the podcast, but I've, some people have said like it's a lot, there's a lot of filler in in some of these. You know, where like fifteen of the items are like XP grants and double XPs or challenge swaps. I don't I don't know, man. Like I I don't have so much of a problem with that. I don't feel like it's ridiculous. I feel like there probably could be a limit where I'd be like, all right, I want there's like three things in here, the rest is, is filler. But I I don't mind having XP grants, double XP boost and challenge yeah. swaps. It's part of the system, like you know, whatever. No, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not the most exciting thing, but you'll be glad you have them when when you get a bullshit challenge like snipe someone yeah. out of a moving room. Yeah. Um, and you're like, thank God, I have. And a yeah, I know this is like a create a problem and sell the solution sort of thing, but um, but you know, again, yeah. like this is free to play. Like I'm okay. Like they're not because sometimes it, it like it, I get the impression that sometimes people just want like 15 challenges that is like you know get 10 kills, and it's like, but then people get pissy about like some of the um, challenges that come out, and they're like, oh well, none of these require skill, you know, like whether it's. And it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, whether it's, you know, it's like return a flag or it's like, I don't know what skill is expressed in many ways. Like skill isn't just mechanically clicking on heads. Like, you know, it can be expressed through the use of different weapons, you know, like, like playing objective, playing around teammates. And that's not me defending. I've already said that some of the challenges have pissed me off and challenge bad challenge systems do drive me up the wall. I think it's bad. I don't think it's terrible. I think this week was better than the first week. So, you know, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not bothered by that and I, I think the event pass is kind of cool I think we we actually there's been some data miners have like showed some of the cosmetics and some of the future events um, and some of that, you know, like the, what was the it was called Cold Ops or something what was it called? Um, and there's, you know, like a visor, like like, yeah. like a uh, mohawk, like kind of like holographic mohawk um, so like maybe that stuff will do more for you um, but from what I've yeah. seen, those are only 10 levels so I don't really know how they're going to manage all of this but to me, it sounds like they plan on having an event very frequently, like every, uh, two, every like two weeks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of this stuff, it is, it's just too early to tell, right? There's no need to get your panties in a twist and get so ragey and start fucking throwing <laughs> death threats at them or whatever. Like, just, just see how the ecosystem sells, right? See what they have planned. They might, like you said, they might do events every two weeks, um, and they and you know they're they're learning from all this stuff as well. Like they're going to adapt and they're going to change a lot of stuff if if it suits them and their pricing model. They need to make money uh, and sort of help it. Uh, it just help improve their their stand in in the community yeah. for this sort of stuff. Uh, within reason, of course, because at the end of the day, it's a free-to-play model, and they they have to make money. They've made it. They've made a really great game for us, um, and they can't just fucking yeah. give it away for free. And... So, <laughs> so shut up. Shut up. I like because this is the thing that's like kind of been stressing me out a bit. Is like there is 
why is it the i mean maybe it's not i mean i know negativity sells and i know negativity gets clicks and it spreads faster and it's contagious did, did you know we have a five i say this in my therapy sessions but did you know we have a five to one negativity bias properly wired into us probably an evolutionary mechanic so you know that when we detect something is bad we stick onto it and it keeps us alive longer but we do so you know this stuff like Mm-hmm. It spreads like wildfire, and I just think it's 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 irritating that we're still in the beta phase. Like, okay, yes, I'm very use, loosely using the term beta because we're being sold microtransactions and battle passes and whatever. But nonetheless, the label is there because they're aware there are things they're still they have a bit of leeway before launch. Um, and it just stresses me out that there's so much, so many people are like putting up articles and videos like Halo Infinite is dying because of its progression system. Or like Halo Infinite is so disappointing. It's like, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> like it's not, is it though? Uh, it's like, cause I don't know if you've seen like, I don't know if you've seen any, any of the stuff going around the internet. I'm sure it will um, continue to do so over the next week or so. But like yeah. there's one guy, I, I, do, do you know um, who the act man is? Yeah, he's, he's a YouTuber. Man. Anyway, yeah. he does a lot of Halo stuff. He's pretty popular. Generally, his videos are really, really good. He, he uses some clickbaity titles. He's playing the YouTube game. Can't judge that. That's not a problem. But he's done like a one of two part. He's put a video up the other day, and, it, and the title is Halo Infinite is Underwhelming and Disappointing. And he's, So he's been like following Halo Infinite for launch, and he's been very up and down on it, and he's been like really positive about the game um, and like the general experience. But he like, he made a, this video, and they just spoke about like the progression that he doesn't like, that the lack of modes, apparently custom modes is a bit buggy. And this is fine. These are genuine problems, um, I think. But it's, and then he was like, in the next video, I'm just going to be really positive and, and like talk about what I think is great about this game. And it's like, oh, for like, for... it's just like, it's the thing right now. Do you know what I mean? It's the thing. It's like, everybody, let's get out of our systems and just talk about how shit um, like the game is. I just think, man, imagine being a 343 dev, working on Halo Infinite for the last yeah. decade of your life, probably. The ups and downs, the lack of faith from anyone in the community, death threats, like, you know, you get to 2020, you show off your campaign, everyone's like, wow, what a load of shit, 343, so incompetent. The flighting comes out. Oh my God. Oh my God, this is great. Everyone's desperate to play it. We see campaign footage. Holy shit, this looks great. The previews come in. Wow, this looks amazing. We have an Xbox anniversary event. Joe State and Tom French stand at the front of the studio and say, boys and girls. Thank you for your faith. It's out today. They stand there. Everyone's happy. Holy shit. Incredible. Within two weeks, everyone's like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I can't believe it. Like, come on. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I understand, like, the feedback around some of this stuff, but I just, I'm finding it to be a bit of a, um, it's a bit loud. <laughs> It's just, it's just blown out of proportion. Yeah. Let's be real. It's just, I don't know. There's, there's so much more right so with the game much. than wrong with the game. So just, in, so, so just enjoy it, right? Like, and 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 the things that are wrong with the game in terms of slow progression, they they can they can literally just be fixed. If core gameplay was shit. That's a that's way more of an issue. If you're not having fun in your matches, then that's a fucking problem. Yeah. But you are, and they can fucking fix this other stuff quite easily. They could fucking, I mean, God, within like a week or less, they they like doubled the DXP boosters because people because uh like thirty minutes because queue times were quite long and they increased it to an hour. Literally took them days, you know, like to make these small that fixes yeah. that, that help a lot. So like. 
So just and there, there has been there's been a couple of like big personalities on on like Twitter who have said starting to think maybe the whole hello progression thing was blown out of proportion and <laughs> like it's like yeah but like because a lot of like you're a lot of people, I'm like level thirty I'm over level thirty in Battle Pass now the game's been out for two weeks it lasts six months yeah, and it never expires so like, what the fuck am I I, I can understand but there's a difference between uh like a slow Battle Pass and an unrewarding one. You know, I think that makes sense. I think I think we can probably both agree that yeah. the battle pass is like reasonably unrewarding because it, because of the challenge system and the frustrations with like trying to get into the right mode and things like that. You know, it's, I don't I, I like the content of the battle pass, but it's just yeah. how we're getting it, which is can sometimes be a bit frustrating. Um, but it's not slow, really, is it? Like after the event, which picks up the XP, I don't think it's that slow. I'm level thirty in two weeks. Okay, yes, I've played it a lot, but. No. Um, yeah, you just got to be smart about it. The tools are there for you to use with the double XP and stuff like that. And then a lot of it is luck. I popped a double XP and got hardly anything from it once because I got Slayer six times in a row instead of Oddball. But, you know, like those those are some issues. Those are some pretty obvious issues with it. But generally speaking, yeah, I'm like level 30 as well. The battle pass is 100 levels. It lasts for a long time. You know, it's going... There's, there's, there's going to get to a point where I finished the battle pass very early, but luckily that's not going to be an issue because right now I don't even notice my battle pass that much. I'm just enjoying playing the game, going in and out yeah. of every single game. So it's not really an issue whether you finish it too quickly or you do it too slowly right now um, because they've nailed so so many other aspects of the yeah, game. Totally agree. So. Um, the, the the battle pass isn't the be all end all for whatever reason a lot of people look at the battle pass and they think that's the main yeah. content of the game it's just like it's not it's actually an addition it's just like a hey have a cool fucking visor for playing our game it's it's not the game it's not halo infinite battle pass you know edition it's it, it, it's it's an additional thing that goes on top of the game that you're enjoying and playing like it's like, like so many people weirdly see like the battle pass as like the, the campaign, like a, a quest or something like that. It's not. It's just like I don't know. It's just something that that you do along yeah. the side. Like I don't know. If 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 a battle pass is done right, you shouldn't even really notice it. You should just be going in and out of games. You're not even noticing you're leveling it up, and then suddenly it's like, oh, boom! We've got a cool new helmet. You know, you shouldn't even really notice it's there. And it just rewards you. It's but. it's it's just loud. And like I will just say for the record, you know, if you happen to listen to this tiny podcast, Act Man, love your content, bro. You're very thorough. You're very articulate. You, you nah, just happen. Nah, to... nah, nah, nah. You've already. <laughs> no, I'm not blaming. It's just it's just part of like kind of you know the media cycle, and I think you know it's to a degree like you know we speak about this stuff as well so we're, i guess we're part of the problem but you know here we are nonetheless yeah and if you if you like listening to us complaining about other people complaining boy like it gets better so like i don't know if um i think i've spoken about this before like the the, the halo subreddit have I, have I spoke to you about that subreddit before it's the most it's toxic awful. place yeah, i've ever it's... like been in my entire life yeah <laughs> It's so, it's so bad. bad. Like I can't <laughs> understand these people. Like last week, and it's like, it's like personal. Like I, like I've messaged the mods on a couple of times and be like, "Do you want to like do something about this?" Because like some of this is like unreasonably aggressive. <laughs> like these people need help. <laughs> um, 
Dude, they've, gi- they've given up those bars. They're yeah. shaking in their corner, just like drinking a bottle yeah. of whiskey or but, something. Okay. For, for example, because there's like daily, like I would say like five, six, seven threads that go up daily with like thousands of upvotes, which is like a lot of, usually like that's quite a lot of um, attention to be getting on all of these threads um, on a single subreddit. And they're all about the same shit. And they're yeah. all like, so I've just like plucked one out of the end. They all have like loads of like rows and rows of awards, you know. Um, I've never seen a more pathetic way to kill your game than the way 343 is is with the current <laughs> play, playlist system. It's absolutely insane. You've developed this for seven years, push the multiplayer out the door at the perfect time, yet you single-handedly ruin your game by not allowing people to play the other modes they want. It's like... Yeah, I mean, they've said, like, they've literally said, I'll be publicly said on Twitter, like, yeah, we hear your feedback, we're going to do something about that. Last week, there was a similar post to this saying, three for three are doing this intentionally. They're never going to change the playlist system because they want us to struggle with challenges and buy challenge rerolls. And it's like, we're getting into conspiracy territory. Like, this is like 9-11 stuff. <laughs> it's, it, and it's just it's just yeah. relentless, man. I Because I, I was subbed to the... I, I had to unsub. If, if you... If you want to get into the conspiracy and think why they're doing that, they're probably just stress testing their servers by lumping all the players into one playlist, right? Because if they were to segment it into Capture the Flag, Oddball, um, Slayer, then those the, the, the player counts in each of those are going to be way lower. Whereas if it's just one playlist, it's just going to get fucking rammed and it's going to yep. stress test their server. And then oh, well done, you have a brain launch, right? <laughs> you're going to go into if you're going to go into conspiracy theories, at least be logical. Like, me, me no think. Me just like, shout. They're not all... Me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chief angry. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's absolutely relentless. Yeah, and yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe I just need to stay out of... Maybe I'm just in the wrong gaming spheres. But yeah. Um, shit, shit like that. And, that, and that's, you know, that, that's reasonable because that, that whole thing with the playlist being condensed into one again it accentuates the difficulty with these challenges i would say half my problems with the challenges would actually disappear if once those playlists are spit up like once i can just queue to a ctf and start playing around that that would like get rid of half of the problem um yeah yeah. and actually this is you know what this is actually like another topic that we can move on to if you're okay for me to do that but as part of like halo is sure there's been this whole thing this whole conversation around um Oh, I wish Halo Infinite was just a sixty, like a full price game. I guess we kind of like a brief. Like, I guess we kind of talked around the periphery of it. One of, I mean, one of our one of our friends actually said this to me. Like he goes on our slash Halo um, <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He he actually he actually said like, I I'd rather just pay sixty pounds and just have everything and just have like 200 yeah. customization that doesn't make any sense that doesn't do does it just appear out of nowhere does the customization just appear like because you start throwing money at the team like what does that mean yeah it didn't it i mean it didn't it didn't appear in halo reach when you paid full price for the game did it like you still had to earn credits and buy it and stuff like that it wasn't just there you didn't just have 200 exactly. customization options to choose from shit doesn't make um, sense they still time gated it. They just did it in a different yeah. way. And I want to add, like everybody yeah. thinks back. So, for, like Reach's customization was great. Okay, I like the credit system. I love that shit. It was slow as fuck. So I don't want to hear about how Halo Reach was, yeah, to, was the perfect system because it was so slow and it was so monotonous. So I don't want to hear about it. I had no agency, like other than like performing well or trying to win, which of course is great. But I had like no agency other than that to like speed that up. So like. Uh, mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took me literally, quite literally, months to grind up enough credits to buy the the heart yeah. armor effects, the broken yeah. heart armor effects on on Halo Reach. It took me so long. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I do think the the playlist being split up would solve so many of the issues. I think performance based rewards, you know, just just literally just doing two of those things and most of the problems. My God, like the the improvement. The improvement you'll see is just insane, and I'm sure they've got all of that lined up already, right? De- definitely the the playlist split thing. I genuinely think they just they lumped it all into one playlist just for stress testing and the fact that this is technically a beta. Um, I think that's why they've done that. I think on launch it's going to be you can pick CTF, you can pick Oddball, you can pick Slayer. Like I do think that's how they planned it. That's how they've always planned it. Um, performance-based rewards maybe that was a bit of an oversight on their behalf but i'm sure that's something they could they can shoehorn in and and uh, improve on that um and i i definitely think that is something they'll do because it's it's a huge part like anyone that looks at halo from from a um from a shooter perspective they describe it as a team shooter it's not like call of duty it, it does revolve playing around the obj going with your teammates um pushing together that sort of thing because it's it's not so much call yeah. of duty click on ads um so i do think um performance-based rewards is is something they'll definitely yeah. do um and definitely put in um and th- to be fair they're probably quite upset at themselves for not thinking about it so um, you know, they're probably just like, fuck, yeah, we actually totally forgot about that, you know. So like, I know, just chill out, stop throwing death threats at them. Like they're probably a bit annoyed with themselves when they see yeah. out this stuff as well. Um, Oof, sorry about that. If we cut off mid sentence, it's because we had uh our software just exploded, so sorry about that. And also, just to make it better, I've totally lost my train of thought and I can't remember what on earth I was talking about. So if I had something really good that I was about to say, we'll never find out. Who knows? They would have changed the course of Halo forever. Um, but yeah, well, well. <laughs> three, four, three are like, why? Yeah, God we, damn could, we could have used that information. The answers, he had the answers. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I know we were talking about the like the, the full price versus full full uh, free to play comparison, and like you said, it 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 just doesn't make sense because you don't you still have to grind it out. And like you know, I said this early with that kind of thing of. Like the the reason those games will make, manage to work as full price games is because they had a lot of unhealthy working conditions, and also other like other full price games with this sort of model don't not have microtransactions either. Yeah, you know, like and that became like a really uh, big thing over the last few years when microtransactions started getting a lot of hate, you know, rightfully that full price games would come out with more stuff in the store, like microtransactions and stuff. Like, so like, do you want that as well? Because they're not just going to charge you 60 quid, like full price and then not charge anything like any overhead. So, you know, I just, I don't think a lot of people think these things through. They just think back in day full price, which by the way, full price was less than I will add full yeah. price means I get everything. And it's like, you you started to earn it though. Didn't you? Like, mm-hmm. so, Hey, ho. Hey ho, my God. Okay, I mean, so I mean, in terms of like the actual content of Halo, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Because we've got a few bits and bobs. There's there's another 
bit of um, Halo stuff to go over, but I just, you know, is there anything else you wanted to go over at all? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think we've we've pretty much covered how how we've been getting on with the game, um, what we've yeah. been enjoying, what we don't like. Um, yeah, I think we've 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 pretty much covered it all from a, our own personal perspective. So yeah, okay. What what I, I think what I really I'm interested to see how it's all going to shape up in terms of reviews, um, because that we've seen like IGN gave it the bike player at nine, you know, whether, whether you feel they should be reviewing betas or not, you know, whether it's up to you, but, um, GameSpot gave it an eight. And I'm just interested in how this is all going to settle out. I think we've, we've always said that we think it's going to settle out mid, mid to high eighties. Um, I, I personally so, yeah. would give it, I personally would give Halo Infinite a nine at the moment. Um, yeah. I don't think the issues I have with it are enough to drag the experience down more than a point. I recognize they're there and I recognize they cause some friction here and there, but like, it's got such little weight on the overall overall enjoyment of the game, even with the maps and modes, which we said, you know, we think there's a good amount, not a great amount, um, but, you know, as the foundation, I think I would give it a nine as of right now. Would you, what do you think? Would you give it lower than that or about seven? Uh, no, I think I'd, I'd probably agree with you. I'd say, I'd say nine is, is a very fair score. Um, yeah, there's just, there's just so much to enjoy. There's, there's quite a lot of content there without actually, there being an exceptional amount of content, which is weird. Like it just feels, it's very replayable and it's very enjoyable. Um, And, and it has its issues. And I think um, even without adding stuff, I think them just like buffing like weapons in the sandbox. There's so many that do need a buff that itself is going to like refresh the game as well. And and the the content's already there. Um, So yeah, yeah, and I agree. Yeah, obviously we both yeah. know there are issues, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hurt the overall experience that much. I'm still dying to get on it at five oh one and on my lunch breaks. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's probably a it's nice so thing. fucking fun, man. It's so fun to fly. Yeah, um, I just like every day. I just can't believe that they managed to to, to pull off what they have done um, because. Oh yeah, we we don't need to go back into it, but yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go. We're literally gonna have an hour section every week for like the next two months about this. Yeah, um, but uh, it's just it's just exciting, man. And you know, I think this actually kind of does lead me into my my next session. Yeah, while we're talking about ratings, um, is actually was rating the first year of the Xbox, uh, the new gen. You know, the, you know, given that we had the anniversary last year, we did uh, last week uh, or two weeks ago, but we didn't really have time. Because we were covering catching up with two weeks of news, and we had so much we wanted to speak about with Halo, um, we didn't really have time. But I wanted to sort of get your thoughts on, um, on your, you, you know, your thoughts on Xbox Series X and S one year later. You know, what, what do you think? What would you score it? What are your main points? What, what would you say? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we could both agree that that the release and the, the first year of this console was underwhelming to say the least i don't think it, it, it was the best um in terms of the actual product the hardware that's sitting behind me you know, we both know it's fantastic and what it's capable of you know i rate the console um but yeah it's it's only in the recent um the recent four months maybe um and definitely around now that it really has picked up um for me apart from that i've kind of just been playing games already had at higher frame rates and stuff like that and you know we, we played a lot of apex and everything like that so it having the new console didn't really affect us too much in that regard uh for the type of titles that we played um but yeah i mean if i were to give it a score 
like factory in what we got right now with the with Forza and Halo and and uh, and what's coming out towards the end of the year as well. Um, cause I'm quite interested to try the gunk as well. That game actually looks fairly interesting. Um, yeah. so that'll be quite Probably spicy. Exclusive now as, as um, well. Yeah. So that'll be coming out of games pass, like won't it straight up. So yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I might have to fact check that. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So yeah, if I were to give it a score right now, I'd probably, I'd probably say an eight. The whole year, the first year. Yeah, I'd say an eight. I'd say I'd say pre pre Halo and how much fun I'm having with it now. I probably would have given it like seven, but it's you know yeah. the, the 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 recent month or two's brought it up to probably about an eight for for the year for me overall. Okay, that's interesting. So because I think so, like I I got some some notes here that I made um a while back. Um, sort of thinking about this. Um, but this was before the anniversary show. So okay, because I think there, I think that's I'm 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 loving what you, what you're stepping in. I think there's a couple of things that like we could go over that maybe would make you think about that score a bit more, um, for better or worse, right? So what some yeah. of the notes here I've put were weak, weak launch window, no way getting around it was a weak launch window. Um, and but I said even if there were some games in there which resonated with me like Gears Tactics, I loved Gears Tactics, really good. It was like eight point five yeah. for me. I thought it was actually pretty fantastic and it went to controller really really well um introduction of some stellar some stellar features like quick resume and fps boost um mm. some of those features have been spotty generally quick resume is really good but doesn't it, there is a bit of inconsistency here and there like uh, the example i always use is mass effect trilogy never worked with that game um supposedly because it's a you know uh, it's like a collection game with a front-facing um, men, like UI and then you pick your game from there so it, like for some reason the game doesn't function uh, the quick resume doesn't function um, yeah. FPS boost continues to be underutilized right we did just get a drop obviously at the anniversary event so that's not without me in mind but I was still kind of hoping it would be something we'd see across the board rather than something that would have to be like individually done um, maybe that was just too high expectations there was that weird thing that Xbox did where they were like we're going to double gold Xbox Live gold <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> like for weird. no reason. And then they were like, "Oh yes, sauce. Oops, oopsie doops. Oh, my bad, guys." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of uh, sus. Yeah, <laughs> that was so sus. <laughs> um, there were, you know, console shortages continue to be a thing. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to mark them down for this because it's thankfully it's not something we've had to experience. It. It's not really Xbox's fault. Um, although the Xbox Series S is making waves because it's of its availability. Um, that's another conversation. Um, Game Pass offerings have continued to ramp up. We had Outriders, day one. That saved me money because I would have bought it. Back for Blood, that would have saved me money because I would have bought it. Um, I had, and I had a great time with these games, but I would have probably kicked myself a bit if I had bought them a full price. Yeah. Um, and there's other indie games, which I've had a great time with this year. Artful Escape, I haven't finished yet, but it was really good. The Ascent we played around with, uh, we didn't love it, but we, we liked what was there. Hades was obviously there as well, 12 minutes, um, huge wins. Um, yeah, in terms of them being day one on Games Pass, some really good indie titles, including some of the ones I just said, but also Death Store, which was I'm quite surprised it didn't get a Game of the Year nomination. I think we said this last week, but it, it, I think it got a nomination for Best Indie Game of the Year. But you, you know what I'm saying? Amazing game. Yeah. Um, uh, Halo, and then we sort of get towards the back half of the year. Halo multiplayer flightings have kind of 
were a, mass, were a massive critical success. Um, you know, it's been talk of the town for a few months now. Uh, the Series X has turned a quarter in terms of being the most powerful console. It often edges out the PS5 in terms of performance, but there's not much in it. And sometimes the PS5 does um, beat the Series X in terms of performance. But, you know, we're, we're pixel counting and stuff like that. So ultimately, there isn't much between the two, uh, even though the Series X does um, tend to edge out um, if you're really into that, like I am. Um, we got a, a new campaign reveal from Halo, which generated a lot of good news. A really good, a really good, uh, like bit of marketing from the team. I thought um, there has been a few disappointing shows. Gamescom, we obviously both watched Tokyo Game Show. Nothing really happened with yeah. them, as per expected. As per expected, you know, we never really expected that, but nonetheless, they were still shows, and they were like, whatever, you know. Um, Constant UI and dashboard updates. We had we've got dynamic backgrounds. Cloud console streaming has just released fully. 4K dashboards. Um, there's been like night mode. There's been like a new thing which I told you about the other day, which is like um, TV mutes automatically when you connect your headset. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's something PlayStation's had for a long time. So I, this is actually a feature which I get a lot of use out of because I can never find my fucking remote. Um, so that's all been great. There's been a there's continued to be a slightly bit of disappointing lag between games. Xbox Game Studios PC launches and console launches. So, you know, I've bitched about Flight Sim and Age of Empires and Gears Tactics for a while. Um, yeah. I think they need parity with that if they really want to cement that kind of branding across both. Um, and yeah. also, the lack of aggression for some of the PlayStation exclusives like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, especially with Deathloop being a great game of the year contender, is a bit annoying because it would have helped pad out the year if we had gotten an exclusive Deathloop whenever it came out, like August in the end, wasn't it? Uh, you know, yeah. we would have had... I mean, because Xbox had, had closed out the year really well, but if you then throw Deathloop in there, like, holy shit, actually, this starts to become one of the best launch years in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would have um, really enjoyed Deathloop. Exactly. Um, so I'm still really looking forward to that. Um, and with the year being closed out really well, obviously Forza Horizon, critical success, highest rated game of the year. Still didn't get nominated at the Game Awards. <laughs> um... <laughs> Halo, and so like I said, the, these notes were before the anniversary event. Anniversary event was really well done. They downplayed it, you know, expectations low, uh, underpromised, overdelivered, um, and then they released Halo as a, a shadow drop along with Back and Pack games, FPS, FPS boost. What a wicked event! So all of that, I had originally weirdly, scored it. Sorry, gone. Weirdly, you didn't you didn't name drop Psychonauts too in here. You are right, but I guess I guess <laughs> You're I guess it's because <laughs> I guess it's oh, no, it's my game of the year. It's my pick of the year for game of the year. Uh, from what I've played, you know, I've not played Deathloop, um, um, and obviously Forza didn't get uh, Forza or or Halo won't be in that category. So uh, Halo, I'll have to wait till next year. Um, but um, yeah, I guess because it's multiplat, it kind of it, it makes it hard for me to think of it as a something the series the, the series x and s have done themselves but okay i guess I mean, yeah yeah sure but i mean you are you are right yeah it's made by an xbox game. studio but yeah no you are right yeah you are right but so nonetheless with, with all of that in mind before the anniversary event i i had a seven out of ten level i think it was pretty decent um end of the year closed out with a bit of a banger um with the anniversary event, I'd probably bump up to like a 7.5, but just because it was a lot of fun and the Shadow Drop of Halo has been really fun. And, and it's been, let's face it, a fucking flawless launch. Yeah. No bugs, no server issues. You know, we've had like, there's like the very occasional bit of hang time here and there, but yeah. it's been pretty flawless. I, I can't think of a, a launch which has been as good as this for a multiplayer game 
since ever. Like, yeah, it's been very good. Yeah, very very good. So with all of that in mind, you know, all the shows, all the console, you know, the UI stuff and all of those features and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I would probably summarize it at seven point five. So with that in mind, would you would you probably stick with your eight or would you? Uh, I mean, I think you know the way we have outlooked the year and scored it were quite similar anyway. Um, yeah, I was just curious to see if that is that's, that's affected your score. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's quite it's quite tough. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I said I, I it was probably a seven, and in in the recent quite literally week slash month, I could have bumped up to an eight. So sure, I'll be a nice guy and stick with my eight. Wicked. Just a well, nice guy. There we go. Yeah, I mean, so overall, overall, pretty happy with the with the way they've closed out the end of the year. Um, and you know, it's I, I, it'll be interesting to see how we kind of view this in retrospect, um, like next year. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I just thought that would be a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, Hey, hey! I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I should have brought this up earlier, but Halo has been number one in the Xbox Store. We don't stay on this for long, but I just wanted to. We don't have firm numbers yet. I'm sure there's going to be a big. It might even be tomorrow, like Monday. Like Xbox likes to do big marketing pushes on all like blogs on Monday. Um, but Halo Infinite, judging by the store, has been the most played Xbox game in the US last week, um, and obviously it did. It broke records in terms of being the most played Steam Xbox Game Studio game, which. Probably shouldn't be too surprising, but nonetheless, it's no. it's a big success when you think about the amount of shit that Halo has taken over the last few years to now be like it must be doing numbers. Like that means it, it's it's on on Xbox currently, it's out doing Warzone, Fortnite, COD. Like do you know what I mean? These are titans. Like I, I can't think of the last time. I don't know. I don't know if Warzone overtook Fortnite. I don't think it did in terms of concurrent players. Obviously, it had huge yeah. play counts, but mm. um, oh, it's so a I'm, big I'll, deal. I'll be, I'll be really interested to see the sort of numbers it's hitting because I kind of, you know, I, I hope it's um, it's kind of breaking records because it, it, it just gives me that thing to throw back in people's faces of like, look, I know you're upset with the Battle Pass, but it's clearly not bothering most people. So let's just take a breath, shall we? And then revisit this next month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously we said this before, but yeah, hats off to the uh, to the to the three four three team. Uh, obviously, they they've done such a good job, um, minus minus the small blunders they've had. So, uh, like you said, it'd be interesting to see their figures and whatever they are. I do hope they're record breaking because they deserve it. I think they've done yeah. a, a very good job. I think this is probably the hardest video game title ever to, right. to develop and get right <laughs> so you know congrats yeah hard agree hard agree um i i can't remember if i spoke about it because like when we had the the disruption with the recording it really threw, did, did, we, did we mention the scores the review scores from ign and GameSpot already uh we yeah you did say that ign gave it a nine and GameSpot gave it an eight it and an you eight. said oh and then we gave our scores and we reviewing betas and stuff like that um yeah, okay, yeah so we fine. have touched on that yeah no problem okay then well as we move sort of away from halo um and into sort of the wider um the wider sort of xbox news i wanted to uh so kamia so they're the head of um platinum games have recently had an interview um about scalebound from that little that little game i do i was excited for that game 
Yeah, I think everyone's excited, even if it did look a bit choppy here and there. Um, and if you remember, back in day when it was cancelled, Xbox took a lot of shit because it, you know, it came at a bad time. Lionhead just got closed. Fable Legends yeah. cancelled. Scalebound cancelled. Like, oh shit! You know, it was a just a whirlwind of negativity. And um, Kamir has, has basically took the blame here. Yeah, he apologised um, around his mis- mismanagement of the um, of the project, um, and allegedly there was money. You know, the money that that was given to that project was being diverted towards other stuff. Um, so you know. It's, I just, I just, it's one of those things that's interesting to view in retrospect. I wonder if we'll ever see the IP again. You know, I think probably not, but um, it's interesting think to think back to then. I think it's a, it was a really interesting concept on a game to have, to be like soul bonded with like a dragon and you fight with and like super like anime vibes and stuff like that. Like, I like like huge like DMC vibes too. Um, I think it's a really solid concept um, and. I wouldn't be surprised if we see see it maybe come out of the woodworks at some point when the project might be able to get managed better and there's money. I mean, Philly's pumping money into everything. Who knows? He might pump money back <laughs> in Scalebound. Um, what cool the concepts well. there. Yeah, Scalebound. Cool that is such a yeah. cool name. I, yeah, I actually think it, it's, it's pretty solid and there's actually a pretty cool game foundation there. Um, I'd like to see it. Do you remember when when they like showed like that there was going to be multiplayer in it? That was uh, weird. I think I did. Yeah, I think that? I do remember that. Like different versions of him just like phased in. They're like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. And it was like, why is there more than one of you? Yeah, yeah. I can only take one of you. There's too much anime now. <laughs> yeah, too much. Well, I mean, allegedly, um, they Xbox really wanted them to like essentially shoe in like co-op or multiplayer and the team didn't have much expertise on that so that made that you know it like compounded the difficulties that the team were having with the project anyway um so that you know that's i think that's some blame there on on xbox meddling with the like being too hands-on and you know obviously phil has this whole philosophy that he's on record multiple times saying you know like, like this hands-off approach and matt booty as well like hands-off let them do the creating sort of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah um i i will you know if there was ever a chance for Xbox to work with Platinum again, I think, I don't know. I kind of think the window's gone. I don't think they would. Like, I think they fucked up and I don't think that opportunity is going to come again. I don't know why X, with this, given that there's so many studios out there, I don't know why they would pick a studio who they have like a proven bad track history with. Not because of bad blood, but just because of like, we worked with them before and they mismanaged the project and we had to cancel it. And we took years of bad PR for that. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm not not going near this again. Yeah. But then you could also look at it from a perspective that Xbox have really changed their ways and the way they do things, um, how they approach um, and manage their game studios now. And with the whole introduction of like Games Pass and all that sort of stuff, it coming out on that, you know, and obviously as a result of that, hitting some pretty saucy numbers right off the bat if they make it as like a Games Pass exclusive, you know, like Xbox has changed a lot since back when this happened. So they might. They might just bury the hatchet, you know, and maybe give it another go. But, but yeah, it is. There's just bad blood there, right? Um, yeah, so prob- probably not. I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah, 
And I'm, you know, I'm not going to pretend that that's not a shame because Platinum Games they do make good games. Um, I mean, Near, Near Automata is one of my favorite games of all time. Even if, even if, like a lot of their games don't do that much for me, but Near Automata was kind of something special. Um, so, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they can get a Games Pass, like you said. You know, maybe at some point we'll see them team up in a Games Pass capacity. But I can't see them working together in sort of a third party or you know second party, whatever that means. Um, to make yeah. exclusive games together is what I, what I mean. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have the Xbox Series S, the little console that could. Man, how are you feeling about the Xbox Series S nowadays? Do you think this is kind of a... Was it a waste of resources in the end? Do you think it's still looking good or somewhere in the middle? What do you think? Well, I mean, it's clearly not a waste of resources. It's doing great um, <laughs> in terms of how it's selling. Um, when it first came out and was introduced, I definitely did see it as just kind of the inferior console in my eyes. That's just I saw it as the little child console to the Xbox Series X, um, and I had no intention of buying it. You know, I was just like, I want the bigger, the the the, the, the thick boy. You know, that's that's what yeah. I want. Um, exactly, the Tower of Power. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that still is. I still I have a lot more respect for it than I did. Like, sure, you know, I, I now know that the hardware in it is is fucking great. You know, it's it's a really it's a really nice console. Um and uh and with all the chip shortages and um the availability of all the other consoles, it's it's doing fantastic, you know. Um I think it definitely has a space uh in the uh mm. in the marketplace. So yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's obviously you know the, the the story here is that um the the Xbox Series S has been uh, allegedly um the most uh popular con- or rather there's the console that sold the most uh, this Black Friday so being out the Xbox Series X and both versions of the PS5 and the Switch which are obviously they're all selling really really well at the moment so it's quite surprising that the little budget Series S is selling this much. And I don't know if that's because of like inherent demand for that console or if it's because people have just gone, fuck it, I'm not getting one of these other consoles. I want to play Halo. <laughs> like I can play it for free. I can buy this for 200 quid, plug it in and I can play Halo. Like, that's think, rad. Like, I think it is that. I think, I do think, I mean, I think a large part of it is that. I don't think all of it is that because the console is great in itself anyway. Um but I do think a large part of why we're seeing such high numbers is just because of the general um, unavailability. Is that a word? Unavailability mm. of the um, yeah. of the Series X and PS5. Um, I think if those were both in stock and someone went into the store and had the choice between an in stock Series X and an in stock Series X, they would. Uh, S, sorry, they'd probably mm. buy the X. Um, so I do think a large part of the increased sales numbers is just due to the fact that nothing else is available. But mm. it's still great. It's still a great console. But... Yeah, and it's dead cheap as well. You know, I think it's important to remember that because I think for a while, in like the first six months of the sales, it was you know there was some concern <laughs> that the Series S wasn't selling well, and I, you know I think that that Xbox and Microsoft, I'm sure, expected that because. We're we're in the um like the enthusiast period, you know, the early adopter. Like, well, yeah, of course, people are going to go for the more expensive one. And this, it's the Series S is going to start to see more leverage as all of the people like us who console game as a regular hobby have their shit. 
And then once prices are reduced in the back half of the life cycle, people are going to see these on the shelves and be like, what's this? You know, 150 quid, 200 quid for this. You joking? Like, yeah, all right. I can get this for the kids or for a Christmas present. And, you know, what's that? Well, six months of games fast. Yeah, let's go. You know, um, mm-hmm. so I think, I, you know, actually, it kind of makes me think that this was maybe an intentional thing to like get footing in the US for Halo to be released early. So like get a lot of chatter. Black Friday rolls around. Oh, there's Series S on the shelves. This thing's going to fly off the shelves because people are just people can just buy this, plug in and play Halo, and that's crazy. Um, yeah. From what I can tell, the only downside that I have uh, cottoned on to around the Series S is that the way it works in terms of specs is that if the devs don't tinker with it or optimize with it, it defaults to copying the, the 1S settings. So that it would be like, it would be like 1080, 60 frames or 1080, 30, depending on what the One S did. Whereas the Series X is following the One X, um, which is obviously boost. So it would be like 60 frames, 4K sort of thing. Um, and so there are some cases where devs aren't paying too much, either either aren't paying too much attention to the Series S, or it's smaller devs that generally don't have the time or resources to do that. And as a result, the Series S gets a bit shafted. Um, yeah. That's those are the. But from what I can tell, it's quite few and far between. But you know, I've actually, you know, I've actually been thinking about getting one myself, uh, just because I think it'd be quite okay. because I've got my like my work from home office space here, and I just think it'd be quite nice to like if people come over, I don't have to worry about moving my like. Obviously, I'm spending time with people. Don't make fun of me. But I just mean it'd be nice to have something like in here for like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like an evening or like if I wanted to like free the lounge up for other people to use, uh, I could just pop it into my 1080p monitor here, and it would be like sorted yeah yeah and like you said it doesn't it's not a huge hit in your bank account either you know it's a very affordable console yeah um, okay. i mean shit it's like it's like how much is the the switch uh oled it's, a good question. Like, it's like it's it's more i'm pretty sure it's more it's like 250 isn't it or something switch oled yeah i think so it's like two i thought it was like 270 let me just quickly check so um, oh, I spelt you, it wrong. While you while you fact check that, um, okay. you know it, it does. When you consider the cost over something like that, I mean you're getting way more bang for your buck in terms of hardware and performance over something like a switch, like a switch OLED, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's very affordable and it's very very powerful for for the, for the price point you pay for it. So. It keeps auto-correcting me to switch old. Stop doing that! <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. It's the Amazon. I think we hang on. Uh, switch OLED model others. It's not even giving me a price because it's out of stock, so I'm not going to be able to it. get an accurate. God damn it. Wait, neon Give red. Give me a second. Uh, I've just got second hand prices, so I switch can't OLED. I've got I've got three hundred and ten from Argos. Well, that's what I mean. That's not. Is that that's not the RRP though, is it? No, but I mean, Argos tends to be a relatively similar price to something like Amazon. They don't tend to get beat out. You know, you're probably looking at like your 280 to 300 uh, yeah. range. I thought it was like in the in the between 275 and 300. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I mean, yeah, your, your, your point stands nonetheless. Yeah, that it's uh, the Series S is in that range slash cheaper and... The value Bounty proposition of the series Series S, let's face it, is crazy, and I think it would be like if I was to get a Series S, it would essentially be a Halo, because I already game share with you, so I wouldn't be able to game share with like my library. So it would just be like a Halo machine at this point because it's free to play. Yeah. And, um, 
I guess that's kind of where like maybe the, what the thinking was around making it free to play rather than a first buy title that they put on Games Pass that like people can just pick this up without committing to like Halo is your the door, you know, to, to get mm-hmm. you into Games Pass, gets you on the console, it gets you playing, and then you say, oh, I can get what's this Forza and Flight Sim and Psychonauts and yada 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 on Games Pass for. But only one pound for the first three months. Wow, what an amazing deal! Yeah, so um, yeah, I, th- I think that strategy is sort of starting to um, become a bit clearer. But yeah, mm-hmm. very fun. I don't know if you've seen it in person. It's so cute. The Series S is adorable. I haven't. I haven't actually it's seen so one. So cute. It's tiny. Is it? It's like yeah. It's like I'm trying to like give you an idea of like. Well, I'm kind like... of looking at it now, and it's it's about like half the console is literally the width of a controller. The controller, right? So right yeah. It's, 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 like, it's length is two controllers. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's I could... tiny. <laughs> Go on. I have two controllers. Even if it's a controller for scale. This one's a bit dusty. But yeah, right. so it's, it's literally like this big. It's tiny. It, yeah, it's absolutely tiny. And I, I think it's like the same depth as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's literally like this. Yeah, that's crazy. And well, have you yeah, seen it's very like, small. people have been making there's been like this whole there's a Kickstarter at the moment for um like a uh, an attachable screen to it because it's so small it's it's like a it's like smaller than a laptop but you just plug it oh yeah you plug it like in a the power back source and it flips up yeah yeah and it yeah. works and it's like it's like fucking so sick like if that I wish like that would be an officially supported thing because I'd be all over that I mean these things they can be right I mean didn't doesn't like Xbox kind of endorse uh to an extent those the handheld things for like your phones Yeah yeah they they've got official like, like, yeah. licensed ones Like if if the product's good enough Xbox would just be like you know we're going to we're going to buy this you know just make like this for us if, under our label yeah so you know these things do happen um yeah but yeah that that would be really really cool Imagine just taking uh, that like on a on like a train or like a plane and just be like, yeah. I was like, dude's playing Halo Infinite. <laughs> just like, like some grunts, don't mind me. <laughs> yeah, it's like 4K. You're like, what the fuck? 4K, like amazing, fucking. Oh my god, just, that'd be so cool. So cool. Yeah, and you can actually. It does remind me, you can actually play um, Halo on on cloud at the moment. It's just I just find it funny that of all the things. Like they made Halo Infinite available day one on like cloud. It's just like who is playing Halo on cloud? Yeah. <laughs> as good uh, as it is, like you're not clicking on editing Halo. Halo's a hard game. Halo Infinite is, is quite it challenging. Is, it's part it of its is. appeal because it feels so good when you get a kill and, and whatever. But you know, it, it's just man. It's yeah, you have I guess you can play against bots and stuff. And yeah, mm. yeah, you do have to oh, be fuck. quite crispy. That reminds me. Uh, I, there was an article about. Um, like challenges, the, the whole challenge fucking thing in Halo. The, the the tier one challenges, for those that don't know, there are different colors. You get tier ones, they get replaced by tier twos. I think it's like gray, light blue, dark blue, whatever. The tier ones can be done against bots. Yeah, 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 I knew that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, because one of our friends cheeses that. He just goes into bot lobbies and does it all, and then he starts playing, um, starts playing matchmaking after that. <laughs> I guess it depends what they are. It could be helpful in some cases, but I mean, I guess. Yeah, you can also get achievements in, in, in bot lobbies as well. Apparently, um, yeah. I'd... Yeah, so you can just like cheese um cheese the achievements in there on bots as well. Yeah. I hope they keep updating the game with achievements, you know. I've I've really liked that about like Sea of Thieves. Um and a couple of like Gears did it as well. They just like kept adding achievements to it. I I like that with multiplayer games. I like yeah. that the game can keep telling me I'm doing good with pinging noises and 
shiny things, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's there's no reason they can't just like add a new gun and then just you know have achievements for it. Like, yeah, perfect with this with the, that gun that we just added. Yeah, you know, right. Stuff like yeah. that, you know. I just feel like it would be with the whole the way that they're doing these long elongated seasons now. I think it would be a good way to like breathe you know life into the game. Like, it's ten new achievements. You know, sort of. Smite did it as well, didn't it? Smite does it with um all the new gods yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they add tons of achievements for every guard. Yeah. It's like yeah. fucking like six hundred achievements in that game. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Okay, well, as as we sort of come towards the end of the show, then everyone, the last thing I kind of wanted to go over was we did obviously speak about the the, the snubbing, as I'll call it, of, of uh, Forza Horizon Five in the Game of the Year category. But I just wanted to quickly run through the rest of the nominations. Uh, we don't have to go through them, uh, you know, exhaustively because there are things in there like best esports coach, and I'm like, I don't. <laughs> You might as well ask me, like, what is the best type of brick? Like, I don't know. Um, so I just figured we'd go over some some of them, some of the categories here until we get to some of the, maybe the more obscure ones. Because um, I feel like it might be quite fun to just sort of see what we think is going to be going here. So, yeah, we obviously, um, we look, we spoke about Game of the Year last week, didn't we? And we spoke about that. I mean, I said my vote was with Psychonauts 2. I mean, you played Village and you said that your vote probably wouldn't be with that. So I guess you don't really have much of a stake in this, do you? <laughs> no, no. Village was great. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's game of the year contender. Mm. Yeah, cool. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, then. Well, I mean, if I move to direction, um, did you play Returnal? I feel like, you, did you play Returnal like, on your brother's console or something? No, no. It was one of our friends played Returnal. Yeah, Not me. He, he really likes it, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did um, quite like it, yeah. Um, to be honest, I mean, again, the only game I've played here, or the only two, is It Takes Two and Psychonauts. Um, I think I would... I think in terms of direction, It Takes Two actually does quite a good job, but I, th- I would still give it to Psychonauts 2 from what I've played. I think Deathloop looks fantastic. Ratchet and Clank looks really good, but it, it looks like a Ratchet mm. and Clank game. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think Deathloop's very interesting in its design and and yeah. and what they went for. Um, again, I haven't played it. I can only go from from what I've seen and how it's reviewed and stuff like that. But it's definitely a very interesting game, right? Um, definitely. In in so terms of direction. Um, yeah. You know, I'd like to give it to that, but I can't because I haven't played it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's fine, yeah. I think, because what I think, you know, just, I guess just to expand on that a bit more, the reason why I think Psychonauts 2 is so good in its direction is that it doesn't, like, fucking explain... Skillup did a video on Psychonauts 2 recently. I don't know if anybody's seen this, but, he, like, he um, he didn't do, like, a review because he said, you know, I'm late to the pie, so I'm just going to speak for 20 minutes about what I think about Psychonauts 2. And one of the things he said, which I like, totally agree with, was um, that the game doesn't, like, just tell you shit it doesn't just say, "Oh no, gambling is bad." Like it does, it plays out this whole level where you're fucking, you connect thoughts between people, and you're trying to, you know, you end up in a, a hospital which has like gambling. Like it's the, it's the whole thing is that it's like a hospital becomes a casino sort of thing uh, because yeah. you connect the idea of risk and like um, and getting money. Uh, together in in someone's head and that's the thing that the, and so what you know it, i think it tells a lot of messages and a lot of stories in a really in a way which is done so through gameplay and you can interpret that how you do you know you can play the game normally or you can go through it and be like you know it's kind of interesting that there's people over there rolling a wheel 
so they're, they're like doing IVF and they're rolling a roulette ball, you know, and it's it's wrapped up in this comical kind of like wrap like wrapper. Yeah. Um, but it like it tells you the experience through that, and I just I, that's what I find really fascinating, and that that's why the game has got such high reviews because the way its stories are told is through the gameplay, not through lines mm-hmm. and lines and lines and lines of exhaustive dialogue. Um, yeah, yeah, game direction, best narrative. Um, here we are again uh, with Deathloop It Takes Two Life is Strange True Colours uh, Guardians of the Galaxy I actually didn't know that got nominated there um, yeah that's exciting and Psychonauts 2 again um, I think it's quite interesting that Life I heard a lot of good things about Life is Strange you know yeah uh, to, to be honest I haven't really looked into into the the, the new release of it um, True Colours I don't really know much mm. about it and how it how it impacted the scene um, it's yeah. not really a cup of tea those sorts of games are there no no but I mean I still followed the others to an extent and kind of what they were about but this one kind of just flew under the radar for me I just didn't really don't really know much about it or how yeah how it did but I don't know how it takes two is there for the best narrative I've, I spoke about this last week but like if unless the game like in the final like few hours closes out with like a mega plot twist <laughs> it was all a psychedelic <laughs> dream or something like I don't understand I don't understand where that's coming from. So, um, hmm. I've heard that some people like were not happy with the ending of De- Deathloop, and I don't know if that was a narrative thing or like a gameplay thing. But I, from what I understand, like the narrative ending was maybe a bit let- of a letdown. So, I, I mean, unless God into the Galaxy, maybe Life is Strange wins actually. Because if, if I was just thinking, if Psychonauts Two is going to win in other categories, maybe yeah. Life is Strange does win this one. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Are any of these in these um, other categories best art direction? Because you can actually kind of judge this based on what you've seen, or well, for both of us really. Deathloop, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2 again, uh, Ratchet and Clank, or Artful Escape. Good for them, man. Fucking good for yeah. them. Um, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Do they do anything for you in terms of those those nominations? Um, the best art direction. I always, I always thought, uh, is it Kenner or Kena? Kena. Kena, yeah. I always thought Kino Bridge of Spirits looked really, really interesting from from a from an art direction standpoint, I guess. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, again, I don't really have many experience in these games. Um, but yeah, I mean, Artful Escape, I it's just nice to see up there from a from a small indie studio, um, and that always looks really, really interesting in all of its uh, trailers and gameplay. It did. The, the art style in that game did look amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I probably I, I I quite like the the idea of Kina winning that one, but yeah, I'm, I I hope Artful Escape win that. To be honest, um, but I, I haven't finished it, but I played it like maybe halfway through, and it's um, it's crazy that game, man. <laughs> it's crazy with how it looks and just what what they it's do with crazy. the design and yeah. Um, awesome i'm just going around to like sort of have a look at maybe categories that we actually like can maybe comment on and the next one i can kind of see is best performance and literally the only the only one here is lady dimitrescu from resident evil village the other nominations are uh in life is strange far cry 6 and death loop twice (laughs) wow um yeah i mean i can comment from a lady uh dimitrescu standpoint um i thought it was really good um I thought the, the voice actor was brilliant. Um, something I did point out is, uh, I did have pointed out in Resident Evil Village is why they were all just like American. 
it was kind of <laughs> weird. You're like in some fucking backwater, like rem- remote village in fucking Romania or somewhere, and every everyone is just American, like even like the villagers and stuff like that. And and once that was pointed out to me, I was like, this kind of, it's kind of like immersion breaking actually. Like, it's kind of weird. Like why is no one speaking with like an accent? Like yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean from from a performance standpoint, yeah, the the she did do a really good job. Um cool. I, I have to admit her, her her dialogue was 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 pretty good. And it ranges from, you know, all all the scenes she was in from, you know, being fucking evil and um cunning to angry and fucking, you know, it, it, there was there was quite a range in there and she did do quite a good job, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good to hear. Um, from uh, I, you know, I, I can't comment on this until I Giancarlo Esposito as you know Anton Castillo in Far Cry Six. You know, I've heard I've heard some of his lines. Um, apparently, wasn't as used as much as maybe the marketing indicated he would. But I mean, the, the guy is is a really really good actor. Um, so yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised to see him there. Um, and from what the dialogue I've heard in Deathloop is really 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 good. From what I've heard, I'm, I'm so excited to play that game. It's just so annoying I have to wait so long. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Best ongoing game. You know what's really interesting? It's ongoing, so I assume it, it does. These games weren't released in 2021. Obviously, Apex wasn't, Warzone wasn't, Final Fantasy's been out for ages. Why isn't Siege on there? Mm. I really think Siege should be on there. Personally. Competition, man. Um, I mean, Sea of Thieves isn't there either. I heard that Warzone is shit. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. Um, I heard Warzone is shit with its updates. I heard they take ages to bump out updates and to get stuff out, uh, new content. I don't know why it's on there. Is it just on there because it's a Call of Duty? I mean, I don't play it and I don't follow it, but from what I've heard from from a looking-in perspective is they are very slow with with getting stuff out. So I feel like that's just on there because it's a Call of Duty, right? Um, well, it's just the numbers, right? Surely, I mean, the game gets the Warzone is more popular than like the the mainline entries of Call of Duty now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. But yeah, Sea of Thieves um, should be up there, I think, and I think Siege should probably be up there as well. Um, but you know, I guess they just didn't make a big enough impact in the social scene to to get the numbers to warrant it. Something yeah, exactly. like Genshin Impact that just fucking exploded, and that. Why is um, that not on Xbox yet? It's crazy that game is just evading Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Is it on other platforms? Is it on like PlayStation and stuff? On PlayStation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't know if it was like an exclusivity deal or it was just one of those. Who was it? Was it? I mean, I think the publisher is Atlas. Um, an Atlas. I might be wrong, but uh, no, it's it's developed and published by me. Me. Hoyo, whoever that is. I don't know if it's just because it's one of those like Japanese developers that just dodges Xbox by default, or if it was some sort of exclusivity deal. But like, that's that game's big, man. Um, mm. That you know they really need to work on on getting cozy with them to get that over because that's a big deal. Um, I actually wanted to did, did want to touch on Sea of Thieves because I think Sea of Thieves has been in this category for the last two years. Um, it might even have won last year, you know. Maybe. I think it maybe. I think it did win this category last year, so maybe that's why. But they they just recently I teased this a few weeks back about because I'm I'm still an insider and so I hop on it or the pioneers, whatever they call it. Um 
just have like have a look at the patch notes and stuff and obviously i can speak about it um but so they've announced the new season and like some of the stuff that's going to be in that and um they've like gone back to like the core like kind of sandbox element of of sea of thieves and one of the things i can't remember all of them but one of the things that they've put in the game is which is now announced so i can speak about it but i don't know everything is like burying treasure how cool is that you can like go you know, cool. chase and you can bury it like like or like and it stays there it stays fixed in the server so you could like run into other people's treasure and you could also set up your own treasure maps so you could like put stuff down and then sell them to the merchant for the for the equivalent of the chests and then you can mm. go to the merchant and be like this is a player designed map so it's, it's almost introducing you know this pet player generated content a little bit of like you have to go from here to here to here and like find these cool play generated quests like it could take you into a skeleton cave or like into an underground tunnel you know so i, I just thought that was a, such a cool idea it's really really interesting yeah that so is really, really cool and it's yeah, yeah it's just really it, it just helps with that immersion doesn't it and like role play aspect of the game so you actually fucking feel like a pirate you actually feel like you're yeah, yeah that's that's really cool yeah i like that and i just think that this is like because they they made a big deal out of this on the um on the forums, you know, they were saying like, you know, this is like going back to like the basics of what Sea of Thieves in, you know, really like sort of fixing on that sandbox. And I'm just like, thank God, because like, I think even though they have done a good job with like updating it and everything, I think they've pissed around a lot with like making events and like limited time stuff, which is like, stop doing that and just get stuff in, which is like tools and fun stuff that all like the submerging, yeah. you know, it almost, it makes me think of Halo a little bit. Like, cause Halo is very much the same thing. You know, it makes me think of the power seat mode of like that, mm. that game mode is perfect for like to layer on levels of creativity within the sandbox where you can do this sort of shit. And, you know, I just feel like, see, like see if Thieves needs this sort of stuff to really make it shine. Um, it's always been right on the cusp of like having some fun stuff to do and some stuff, which is emergent and reacts, but like, there could be so much more there. You know, yeah. There's so much potential. Um, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see what else they sort of reveal uh, because I don't know about all of it. Um, uh, but yeah, big up Sea of Thieves. It's a shame it's not in the category, but I guess as we are talking about the category, uh, we, we can't not say that Apex deserves a big pat on the back here, continuing to do really good with their seasonal updates and their characters and their limited time mm-hmm. modes. Um I have very little bad things to say about Apex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they release great content. Um, and it's frequent too, right? It's like three months. It's like every three months is like a fresh season, fresh battle pass. They normally add a character, um, new guns, all that sort of thing. You know, they, they, they do a good job of keeping that game fresh. Uh, there's a reason we put so, so, so many hours into it. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Although yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, right? And I think this is, and this is not like a, an Apex versus Halo thing, really. But I just think, I think in the last few seasons, I don't think Apex has done a good job with their sandbox. And I mean, hey, like it's never been a big thing, with, like of what Apex goes for. You know, it's more about like tight gunfights and you know coordinated stuff with your squad. But in terms of like having variety in it like recently like, what, what was the name of the gun that they just added the car i'm kind oh. of like it's a bit lukewarm yeah yeah and what, what did they had before that i can't remember the i mean the vault was, and wasn't the boat was the vault, the boat, the vault's been out for a while yeah yeah it was the bow i know yeah, it's rampage sure the bow. yeah rampage that that was rampage. interesting actually i i rampage thought was... it looked cooler on paper than it actually was like when i started using it i was like this kind of just feels like a spitfire yeah, 
I mean, the I whole know, like just... char- charging it up is is a uh, is quite a cool element, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it can like I mean, blow just... down doors. It like interacts with the environment different when it's charged as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's not fine. Bad. I don't know. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you're right. It's not bad. It's just um, I yeah, I've just I've just been thinking about that. I think it's whereas I think and, and I'm hopeful about what they do with Halo in terms of adding the things to it. And just because the way the game's built from the ground up, I just can't help but feel like adding a new piece of equipment is going to totally disrupt everything in the best possible way, you know, in the Halo way where it's just chaos. <laughs> like, I, I, mm. you know, like what if they added like a grav lift, like the fact that you have in Halo 3, you know, the one that just shot you up, up directly. There'd probably be no need for it because you've got repulsor and grappling. But you know, you get my point of how much that would throw the sandbox in like just in. All yeah. Over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Best. I think I think it's quite interesting. The RPG category is um, yeah. kind of bare bones <laughs> this year. I'm going to be honest. Somehow Cyberpunk's yeah. on there, right? Even though it, all of its blunders. Um, Scarlet okay, Nexus, man. big 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 ups for Scarlet Nexus for being on there. I think I think that's quite quite an achievement. Um, yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, it does. Yeah, um, and then obviously don't know the others. Uh, Tales of Arise. I've heard good things about Tales of Arise, but um, yeah. I haven't heard of Shin Megami. Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, I, I know all that, but yeah. And um, and Monster to Rise is obviously fantastic. Um, we we okay. sunk a lot of hours into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to admit that's as far as RPGs go. I guess it's not really the. It wasn't really the year for RPGs, was it this year? It it's a bit of a weird category because it's not. There's no. There's no traditional Western RPG here. I mean, I guess Cyberpunk is, but it, I would say it's not traditional in, in the sense of, you know, its launch cycle and all of the controversies. Uh, beyond that, Monster Hunter is like barely an RPG. You know, there's obviously elements of like, you don't even level up of like, you know, changing equipment on your character, but it's like not traditional. Scarlet Neck and the rest are JRPGs. So I think, yeah, like yeah. when I look at that list, I'm kind of like, hmm, that's quite interesting. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, yeah, I look at that and I'm like, this is an odd list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, and I, I don't know, you know, I can't talk much about the actual category, but I find it quite interesting. And c- correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't follow fighting games that much. But I find it quite interesting that Immortal Kombat's not on that list this year. Uh, where is it? Well, I can't find the. It's right next to the, the role playing, literally oh, just uh... just to the right. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like I say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Mortal Kombat probably has been in the best fighting game list award probably all the time, right? But Mortal yeah. Kombat 11 hasn't made this list. It didn't. I didn't even know yet. Virtual Fighter Five was a thing, and it's on <laughs> this list. I used to play um, Vir- Virtual Fighter. Um, didn't even know that came out. That's really interesting. I um I don't think Mortal Kombat came out this year. I think that's why. Oh, did it not? I think it I, mopped up oh. the categories last year, but I don't think it came out this year. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it, it it's been out for over a year. Yeah, you're right. Because I I remember there was a lot of like shock in the in the uh in the scene when the developers announced they're not supporting the game anymore, and it's just over a year old or something. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. they basically said they're not going to be updating it anymore. Um, yeah, you're right. I guess that's why it's in there. Yeah, uh, it's not in there. Sorry. We should expect a reveal from them pretty soon. I think in terms of that, we might see the game awards in terms of their next reveal, which is coming up quite soon, actually. Um, Justice. 
That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, might be Justice. There has been has been matters about them making a Marvel game as well. Um, Ooh, yeah, Justice cool. maybe. Uh, I, li- I like how Nickelodeon all star brawl is here because yeah. that game looks fucking wild. And obviously, there's that Activision Metaverses game as well that they got announced this week, which is just some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it's got like Batman and Shaggy in it from Scooby Doo, <laughs> and like it, it's just what? it's like what is happening? Yeah, um, it's so weird that now is the time that everyone's like, right, let's make a Smash Bros clone. It's like why now? Like you've had. Uh, Mm. There's, there's space for it it's just like it just it's just weird timing uh, also can we know. agree that Melty Blood is a weird fucking name for a video game such <laughs> a weird name yeah <laughs> I remember when you first saw our mate on that and you messaged the group like what the fuck is Melty Blood <laughs> <laughs> so confused uh, and it's made by French Bread as well French Bread <laughs> slash Delightworks like if I were to just look at that Melty blood type lumina, French bread delightworks. <laughs> I'm like, what am I tripping? Like, yeah, what am, what am I reading right now? <laughs> oh crazy. god. Um, uh, yeah, and obviously we've got uh, Forza Horizon Five in the best sports category. I mean, its only competition is FIFA F1. Hot Wheels Unleashed there, which is quite cool. And, and Riders Republic looked kind of neat. I don't know if you saw anything about yeah. it, but it, it looked kind of yeah. neat. I was always quite interested in that game. If that game makes its way to Games Pass, I'm going to be giving that a go for sure. Give it a go. Yeah, definitely looked agreed. quite interesting to me. Um, Best family game is pretty much the Nintendo category, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus I tell you what, kind of, kind of uh, shout outs to uh, Knockout City for best multiplayer game, making it on yeah. there. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah, hype. For, that game was them. fucking fun. Yeah, it was good, man. Yeah, good for them. Um, they're, they're, it was their first game that studio obviously they're published by EA but it's their first game I think yeah it was a great game I love that game it was it was really good yeah. yeah yeah if we didn't have Apex constantly pulling our attention away from it I think we'd have probably played it longer um, yeah yeah definitely I like that a lot um, we've got best sims a strategy game flight sim is there as well of Age of Empires actually I think I, I meant to say Xbox has kind of cleaned up in terms of Xbox slash Bethesda has the most nominations. I don't can't mm. remember the last time this has happened. I don't think we touched on this last week, but they've got like twenty, and I think PlayStation has twelve, or maybe Nintendo has twelve. I can't remember. All I remember is that Xbox and Bethesda had twenty, which is the, the publisher with the most nominations. So, um, nice. it's it's, hap- it's happening, bro. Multiplayer mm. category. Um, as we get towards the last few bits here, um, best multiplayer game: Back for Blood. It takes two, like you said, Knockout City, Monster Rise, New World, Valheim. I thought Valheim looked really fun. I know you were kind of a bit more lukewarm on it, but I, I thought really want really that on fun. consoles. I really want that. Yeah, on no, I, I did think it looked quite fun, and I've I've watched quite a lot of um, YouTubers play it and stuff like that, and I do think it looks very interesting. I, I, yeah. I definitely be up for seeing that come to console and giving it a go. Do you think Back for Blood has died? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't follow the community on like Reddit or anything like that. Um, I mean, for me, I'm thinking about it, and I, I can't. I can't really see myself going back to it. And I don't think it's because it's a bad game. I just think it's just being overshadowed um, by a lot of stuff at the moment. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of a weird one. I think it's its release window was 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 a bit odd. In terms of, I think it released well for its initial burst of players and stuff like that. But I think in terms of like retention and keeping players, its release window wasn't fantastic. 
Um, yeah, and I, I yeah, I think they they did have a couple of problems with like there were bugs here and there, and they had some problems with like yeah. long term engagement. I think you know, obviously they're the card system, but it it worked in a bit of a weird way. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. I'm glad it was on Games Pass as well. I'll say because it was good, and I had a good amount of fun with it. And we put some good hours into it. I'll tell you, we probably put like twenty, thirty hours into it. But um, yeah, it, it was fun for what it was. I mean, it, it won't win, uh, but I'm, gl- I'm glad it got a nomination because it's not an easy thing to reboot. You know, a Left 4 Dead thing. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and I know the, that. Oh, I was going to say that most uh, anticipated game uh, section <laughs> is yeah. fucking stacked. That's so stacked. <laughs> that's so nuts that that's going to happen next year. Like, it's going to be no one is going to come out of 2022 unscathed in terms of like everyone is going to feel hard done by at some point. I can't believe mm. Starfield didn't get best like music. You know, I can't believe Elden Ring got best. You know, it's, it's going to be serious bloodbath. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I mean, it's crazy. Um, I mean, for, for for everyone that's obviously not looking at the list, uh, yeah, you got Elden Ring in there. You got the new God of War Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, the new Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty fucking stacked. Um, and and Elden Ring is right at the beginning of next year as well. It's literally in Jan, so I'm I'm super February. Hyped for that game. You got the uh, is it February. fair? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, was that quite recent? It was quite, it was like maybe three weeks ago now, but it was like really oh, okay. silent. They did it in like a, they didn't even really announce it. It just kind of happened. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch wind of that. I assumed it was still Jan. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I think it, it came out like a financial report. It was like, oh yeah, but you know, for when the game gets released and everybody was like, what? February? And they're like, oh yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, game's coming out in February now. <laughs> they just forgot to announce it. Sorry. Oh God. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That is, that is publishers spitting fire all of them nintendo sony and xbox so mm. um that's going to be quite the quite the year to try and wade through the uh, game of the year jeez yeah uh, okay i think we're done here um mm. i i it's, it's fun to go through these nominations i think we didn't we didn't touch on indie game but i just wanted to give another big ups to death store 12 minutes was fun but i just wanted to give big ups to them because that game was really really good love that game uh-huh. such good soundtrack Oh, all right, Tim. I'm going nice. to do the thing I always do. I'm going to ask you if there's anything else that you want to go over today, or are you all good? Uh, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing I want to go over. No, I do feel like we should. We this. Anyone who wants to look at this big old list of uh, nominations and everything, we'll we'll chuck the link in the description because uh, obviously we've just been reading it off our end, so you can uh, read it as we went through it for that last segment. Um, but no, no, I think we pretty much covered everything. I just want to go back and play Halo. Um, so. <laughs> End it. (laughs) The grind continues. Close it off. (laughs) Lovely. All right, Ron. Well, as we edge ever closer to December, I hope you're feeling festive. I hope you're getting tree up advent calendars on the go. We will catch you next week. Have a lovely, wonderful, good old time. (laughs) And hot chocolate. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.